Louisville City FC is on the air. And Fontes saves! Danny Fontes dove to his left and stopped it! Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Elijah Winder! He scores! Incredibly! They're going berserk in Lynn Family Stadium. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. For the second time both this season and in club history, Louisville City FC has an international friendly on their hands tonight. They step out of league play to take on a team from across the border. Atlante FC out of Mexico is the opponent this evening at Lynn Family Stadium on a picture-perfect July evening for soccer in Butchertown. I'm Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield alongside, and Spencer Brown, our producer this evening, back in the ESPN Louisville studios. Casey, this game presents an opportunity, but also presents a little bit of a burden, I would think, to Louisville City because of when it is happening over the course of the schedule for the team. This is their second game since Wednesday. They're going to turn around and go to Detroit next Wednesday before returning home next Saturday to face Birmingham, a very hectic portion of the schedule. And to have a friendly, a game that doesn't count for you in the standings, a game that doesn't do anything for you in terms of your goals for the season, feels a little bit like a difficult proposition for Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, to face. However, it's going to be an opportunity for lots of players who are not seeing much playing time to audition themselves for Cruz. And in the second half especially, we expect to see a number of academy kids out there for Louisville City FC. And what a terrific opportunity that will be for them to take on a top-quality side from abroad to experience a game at Lynn Family Stadium in front of the fans. That'll be a lot of fun to see. So it's a little bit of give and take tonight, I think, for Louisville City. Well, and I will also say it's an opportunity for them to play soccer without the stress. I mean, you think about how stressful the season is. Every single game matters. You have to get points. You have to win. And there's so much pressure. This is finally an opportunity for them to step onto this field in front of their fans. It's a, an amazing crowd already and be able to play the game that they love, especially a team that has been struggling with confidence offensively. This is a great opportunity for them to kind of let all that go and just relax and have fun with the game. And you never know what can jumpstart the exactly. second half of the exactly. season. Exactly. This a could good, be their moment. It could be. A good performance today in a low-pressure environment might be what kickstarts this Louisville City offense, which has been really the biggest headline of the season all year long the lack of goal scoring second from the bottom in the league and oh by the way the team that is below them they will face on Wednesday night in Detroit so that will be an interesting game that we'll talk about here in a few days time Uh, but tonight we talked about the academy players coming off the bench in the second half in fact we'll see one academy player from the start of this game a player making his Louisville City debut that's Isaac Cano Number 70, he is a forward out of Lexington Paul Dunbar High School where he led them to a state championship in 2021. He is on a USL Academy contract, and he is going to start tonight for Louisville City. That's an exciting proposition to see a new player in this lineup, and you never know. We talked about what might kickstart Louisville City's season. There's an opportunity for a kid like Cano, who's getting a start tonight, to come out and show his talent, show that he's capable of producing with that starting team for Louisville City, and you never know. Maybe the second half of this season 
could prove to be important for him. Maybe he wins himself more playing time with a good performance tonight. You never know, and that's the beauty of a game like tonight in, the, in a friendly. That is the fun. You don't know what's going to happen, and it, it opens the door for so many players. I mean, we were looking at the roster for the game today and just the number of academy players that have a chance today to be able to earn playing time, to show the impact that they can have, especially in a team that is it isn't set. There's no set starting lineup, I don't think, for Louisville City. And so to be able to be an academy player and know that if I come out and have a good performance, I show really well, there is a chance that I could earn playing time in a USL championship match. Another note about the Louisville City starting lineup, and of course we will give you the full details of both starting lineups just a few minutes before kickoff, which is set a few minutes past 8 o'clock tonight is that Brian Ownby is getting a start this evening. He continues to come back from an injury that kept him out for the majority of the month of June. He came off the bench in Wednesday night's loss to Pittsburgh. So getting him back in the starting lineup for the first time since June 3rd will be huge for Louisville City. Give him the opportunity to get his legs back under him, get his game fitness back about him. He is such an important piece for this team. The fact that he's missed so much time, maybe he plays as big a factor as any in the lack of scoring for Louisville City this year. So getting him back there, uh, getting him back out there from the start of the game, very significant for Lou City tonight, despite the fact that this game doesn't ultimately matter over the course of the season. 100%. It's the perfect opportunity for Brian Ombi because, like you said, he's going to be able to work on his game fitness, and that's that's totally different. You can sit there. You can go and run day after day. You can train and practice, but the minute you step on the field for a game, it's completely different. And so to be able to work on that game fitness in a game that doesn't matter on your schedule is huge. It's going to allow Brian Nomi to be able to ease back into it, to work out some of those kinks that maybe he's had. So super excited to see him on the starting lineup. Ownby battling back from a muscle strain injury. He will be on a minutes limit tonight. We're not entirely sure how many minutes he will receive, but expect him to get subbed off as, frankly, most of the Louisville City team will be subbed off at some point in this game. Unlimited substitutions in this international friendly, this exhibition match tonight. A solid crowd filing in at Lynn Family Stadium. A number of Mexican flags around the stadium as well and representatives, jerseys I should say, representing teams from all across Mexico. Again, because tonight's international friendly features a team out of Mexico City, Atlante FC. We'll tell you more about them, a team with a long and interesting history. More on them coming up on the other side of the break. You're listening to pregame coverage of tonight's international friendly Louisville City against Atlante. Live from Lynn Family Stadium on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. A lot of things are better when they're fast. Medicine that's fast acting. I feel better already. Internet that's lightning fast. (laughs) Food you can cook fast. Popcorn's done. But one thing that's not better when it's fast is driving. Because driving too fast endangers your life and the lives of others. Not so fast, Kentucky. Please obey the speed limit. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. The summer weather has probably taken a toll on your roof, and you may not even be aware. So take a look at your roof, and if you have any kind of damage... 
Call Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal. They'll work with your insurance company and go to bat for you if they have to so you can get the coverage you deserve. Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal replaced my roof four years ago, and they did great work and timely work. And that's what Carlin has done since 1984. 458-9898 458-9898 or online at carlinroofs.com. That's C-A-R-L-O-N roofs.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft, proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 1057, and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium, where we're getting you set for tonight's international friendly, the second ever in Louisville City's club history and the second ever this season. You remember last month, they hosted FC Kaiserslautern out of the German second division. That was a 2-1 to loss for the boys in purple. Tonight, they host Atlante FC out of the Mexican second division. This is a team with an, a long history, founded way back in 1916 and for a long portion of their history they were a top division side down in Mexico but as you may well know Mexico did away with promotion and relegation earlier on in this decade and since about 2014 this team has been stuck in the second division of Mexican soccer promotion and relegation might be returning to Mexico and Atlante is one of the teams that has been certified to be worthy of a promotion to the top division in Mexico if that is to come. And they are a team that over the recent seasons has been very successful in that second division. Two titles for them over the last two years. They also have won the top division three times in their history as recently as 2007. Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, he said he was able to see some film on this team. Here's what he had to say about tonight's opponents. I have been able to see uh, film of them. Uh, I don't know a ton about them other than the film that I watched. Uh, It's an extremely aggressive team, intense in their pressure, a team that wants the ball. Um, I think it's going to make for a really entertaining game tomorrow night. One thing that they, the quality that they have in that league is their ability on the ball in tight spaces. Uh, And they, from a lot of the teams that we've seen play there before, their intensity is constant for 90 minutes. Um, and when we look at the quality that Adelante has, as we said, we, we, we're preparing for a very good team, a very good team, uh, and hopefully a very good match. Mentioned the three first division titles in Mexico for this team, the most recent one happening in 2007. They turned around in 2008 and actually won the CONCACAF Champions League, the 2008-2009 edition of the CONCACAF Champions League. That was their second Champions League or Champions Cup victory as the tournament was previously known there were also runner-ups in that tournament in 1994 again mentioned a team with a long and important history a louisville city player is familiar with that history oscar jimenez he says that he grew up watching this team i'm a huge liga mx fan and i've been watching it with my dad since i was a kid and i remember watching atlante when they were in the top division for a long time uh so it'll be nice to see that jersey and that crest you know playing against them but Mexican soccer is a little bit different. You know, it's a lot of technical players who can get in, in and out of tight spaces 
are very good with the ball at their feet, and so it's going to be very interesting because it's quite the opposite of the, the game we had against the German team, you know, very organized and, you know, sophisticated. So it's just going to be fun. It's going to be fun for everyone. There are the words of Oscar Jimenez of Louisville City. He gets a start tonight for the boys in purple. This game, as you might have expected, used by the club as an opportunity to reach out to the Hispanic soccer fan base here in the city of Louisville that, uh, frankly, has not been often engaged by Louisville City FC. And Casey Whitfield, as we filed into the stadium today, saw a number of jerseys from both the Mexican national team and various Mexican professional teams. There are a number of Mexican flags that I see around the stadium today. Um, it is going to be an interesting and a unique atmosphere, I think, tonight. And it's great to see uh, for these fans coming out uh, to Lynn Family Stadium, I would imagine many for the first time. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely incredible out there. And you forgot about all the different food vendors that they have provided. There was a wrestling match going on pregame. I mean, just so much fun for the fans. It's just as exciting, I think, for the fans as it is for the players, this opportunity. We just heard the Mexican National Anthem here at Lynn Family Stadium. We are about to hear the Star Spangled Banner, so we will step aside. More to come. We'll continue to tell you about Atlante and what you can expect from tonight's game. When we return, you're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. If your heating and cooling system is old and inefficient, now is the time to give BJ Heating and Cooling a call for your free estimate. BJ Heating and Cooling, your local factory authorized Bryant dealer, whatever it takes, has teamed with Bryant Equipment to offer up to 60 months 0% financing with approved credit. Celebrating over 35 years helping Kentuckiana with all their heating and cooling needs. Make sure your estimate on a new system is from BJ Heating and Cooling. You will not be disappointed. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today.
It's Louisville City FC against Atlante out of Mexico City tonight in an international friendly and exhibition match. Casey Whitfield has keys for tonight's game. Yeah, and I changed it up just a little bit, so see if you all can catch on to Uh-oh. these. All right, I'm trying to keep up. All right, esta noche tenemos que ser creativos en el último tercio. So we have to be creative in the final third so we can score some goals. And this is the perfect game to try different things, to experiment with different plays, make different runs, different movements, to be able to create different scoring opportunities. Tenemos que jugar inteligente. We have to play smart. And I, I followed mean that this, one. I yes. got that one. And I mean this in two different ways. The first way being with our possession. We have to be able to work the ball around, be smart with our passes, so we aren't turning the ball over in poor areas. And the second being, this is just a friendly. So we have to be smart with our tackles and making sure that we're avoiding injury. We always want to win and play hard, but we have to remember it is just a, fin- a friendly. Y esta noche tenemos que divertirnos. Tonight we have to have fun. It's... There's so many things going on for the fans. What an opportunity for all the players on the field. So we have to make sure that we're enjoying this special night. Just a few minutes until kickoff. The players about to make their way out of the locker room here at Lynn Family Stadium. When we return, the starting lineups for tonight's game and the opening kick. It's Louisville City against Atlante. You're listening to it on ESPN Louisville. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. We are in the thick of summer, and with the hottest days of the year ahead, you're about to find out how strong your cooling system is. And if you find out that it's not ready for the long summer, then call DFH Company, 968-6222. Right now, when you buy a complete train HVAC system, receive 18-month special financing and a 10-year parts and labor warranty. It's hard to stop a train, so call DFH, 968-6222, or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Tonight's starting lineups presented by Breeze Airways. We will start with Louisville City. Lots of changes, as you might expect, for this international friendly, including in goal where Danny Fondez, who had a great performance in the earlier friendly against Kaiser Slattern. He starts once again tonight. 
couple of interesting changes in the back line. Oscar Jimenez lines up at one full back. The center back pairing, Carlos Mogel Jr., typically a midfielder, drops deeper as a defender today. He'll join Ramsey Kawazmi, the rookie out of Providence, as a center back. And then Owen Tom, the academy product, will have the other fullback position opposite Oscar Jimenez. In the midfield, a very veteran midfield. The 32-year-old Tyler Gibson joined by the other 32-year-old Paolo Del Piccolo, the captain tonight, and the 31-year-old Dylan Mares. And then the front three, the experienced Brian Ombi makes his return to the starting lineup for the first time since June 3rd. He's joined by Martin Powells, the 24-year-old Dutchman. And along with them is Isaac Cano, an academy product, at 19 out of Lexington, Kentucky, Paul Lawrence Dunbar High School making his debut for Louisville City. On the other side for Atlante, a number of veteran players in this game. Lots of players over the age of 30, including their 37-year-old goalkeeper, Humberto Hernandez. Then in front of him, Jonathan Sanchez, Elbis Sousa, a Brazilian, Fernando Ramirez, and Hardy Metza. In the midfield, Jonathan Martinez, Armando Escobar, Rolando Gonzalez, and Miguel Velasquez. And then a couple of attacking players, Christian Bermudez and Juan Machado for Atlante FC. Again, unlimited substitutions in this game. So particularly in the second half, expect a lot of new names, even for Louisville City FC. Several academy players available off the bench tonight for Danny Cruz. Louisville City moving from left to right in the first half, wearing their traditional all-purple uniforms with white numerals and trim, defending the waterfront in goal and attacking the Estopinal in goal. And then Atlante FC. They are known as Los Azul Granas. Translates to the blue and garnets, but they are wearing whites on the road tonight with dark gray sleeves and dark gray numerals and trim. White shirts, shorts, and socks moving from right to left in the first half, defending the Estopinal end goal and attacking the waterfront end goal. Referee tonight has the whistle in his mouth, wearing green this evening. He blows that whistle, and we are underway, and it will be Atlante in early possession. They have it along their back line here with Fernando Ramirez, but he gives it away. Tyler Gibson picks it up the middle for Louisville City, and here come the boys in purple quickly. Gibson plays it down the right side of the attacking half into near the corner flag where Isaac Cano brings it down. Cano dribbles past one Atlante defender, defender and then a second comes over and tackles it out for an early Vi-Fi corner kick for the boys in purple. It'll come from the near side, the right, just 30 seconds into the game. A bright start. Really good work there from Cano, too, on the end line. He didn't really have much he could do with the ball, so he decides to dribble in line, takes on a player, beats the first one, the other one kicks out of bounds for a corner kick, really nicely done. You saw Paulo Del Piccolo gave him a big round of applause and a huge high five, so the captain very pleased with the youngster. And we Oscar Jimenez to take this Vi-Fi corner and in-swinger off his left foot. Here it comes, driven in towards the near post, headed down by the first defender, comes out back to Jimenez. He'll have another opportunity to cross, though, a heavy touch, and the defender for Atlante got a touch himself. Still, it's back with Jimenez, and he wins another corner. Tried to send it in this time with his right foot on the in line, and it was blocked down and sent behind by Juan Machado. It's another Vi-Fi corner from the near side, the right. Yeah, I think that first corner kick just a little bit too low, especially when you got a target in there like Martin Powells, who is very significantly taller than the other players. you got to look to see if you can find him. Corner high into the air, and the header comes in from Maris, but it's well wide. Maris unmarked just between the six-yard box and the penalty spot on a more lofted 
delivery that time from Oscar Jimenez. Mera's got to the header uncontested, just couldn't get it on target, and it bounced to the right of Umberto Hernandez's right post. It's a great late, late run there from Maris. He starts his run at the top of the box and is able to come in at full speed, which is how he's able to generate all the power. Just couldn't really get it on target, but a good set piece there and a good look there for Lucidi. Hernandez, the goalkeeper, sends the goal kick into the center circle where Machado tries to bring it down, but he's quickly hustled off the ball. Carlos Moguel, a touch to send it to the left of the center circle. Oscar Jimenez, he tries to clip it over the top first time for Brian Ownby, who is lined up down the left side in this formation for Louisville City. But Ownby can't catch up to it. It's out for an Atlante throw. So Ownby, the experienced player down the left, and Cano, the 19-year-old, the academy product, down the right tonight for Louisville City with Martin Powells down the middle. Throw comes in from the far side, looking once again for Machado, who's been a, a heavy target early on in this game for Atlante. Atlante unab unable to control it, though. In the center circle, Owen Dom comes down with the ball for Lou City, and the boys in purple take over. Here's Mogel playing as the left center back tonight, dropping deep on the inside left near midfield as Owen B. Owen B switches fields, a good ball from left to right. Here's Cano outside of the box. Tried to play it through on the ground to Martin Powell's, though two, those two just not on the same page. Powell's had checked his run. Cano trying to lead him into the penalty area. Atlante takes over, and then Powell's commits a foul for Louisville City. It'll be a free kick to the visitors tonight. Atlante as Elbis, the Brazilian, playing as the left back tonight draws that foul for the visitors. Well, and I'll be honest, I think Cano had the right idea there, and I think Powell's is incorrect with trying to hold up his run. Cano has it. He wanted to do a nice wall pass there with Powell's, and it was wide open for that. So why Powell's is holding his run there, I'm unsure of, because he left Cano out on a, 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 an island by himself. Got to say, a couple of early moments. Isaac Cano has caught the eye even early on here, just three and a half minutes into the game. Atlante trying to build through the middle. Jonathan Sanchez along the back line had a pass that was intercepted by Louisville City. A couple of exchanges of battling for the ball, and then a loose ball picked up at the feet of Danny Fondez, the goalkeeper for Lou City tonight, who stands in his penalty area with plenty of time and space, just his foot on the ball, and finally he picks it up ahead of a charging run from Christian Bermudez, a player with four caps for the Mexican senior national team. He was a member of the 2011 Gold Cup squad at 36 years of age, starting as a forward tonight for Atlante. After the punt from Sanchez, here's Cano. Ball into the box for Ombi, and a good one. Ombi on the end of it, in the penalty area. Turn, sends it to Del Piccolo. Outside of the box, a long-distance effort. Might have been deflected on its way through. It was not. It was wide by about 10 yards, and it's out for an Atlante goal kick. But I tell you what, Casey... Isaac Cano, I mean, look, you're looking for little victories tonight for Louisville City. He has shown that he belongs out there on the field already, I think. I mean, I've been very impressed so far. That service that he had into Brian Ombi, the bend on the ball to meet hit the Brian Ombi's run, was absolutely beautiful, and Ombi did well to settle it and find Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo just not able to get the right contact on the shot, though. Atlante trying to build out of the back from the goal kick. Elbis gave the ball up to Bermudez, and then a foul goes against Louisville City as Lou City had been able to turn Atlante over. So it'll be a free kick to Atlante on the near side. They're left in their defensive half, about five yards infield from the near sideline. Atlante standing over the free kick. It is Elbis. He plays all the way back to the goalkeeper, Hernandez. Back to Elbis on the near side. The left back looking to hit it long. He does now under pressure from Cano. Into the attacking half over the head of Machado. Kawazmi will track it down for Louisville City and played all the way back to the goalkeeper, Fondez. Charging forward is Armando Escobar for Atlante. Fondez gets the ball off his feet to Carlos Moguel. He's hustled off the ball. Nearly a turnover, but a foul will save Louisville City. And that is very fortunate for the boys in purple because had the whistle not gone, 
Christian Bermudez would have been in one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Yeah, poor Miguel there got swarmed by three Atlante players, and it definitely was a foul. Miguel is so good when he gets the ball in tight spaces. It looks like he might have taken a hand to the face, though, I think is what happened. He hasn't gotten up yet, but he's so good in those tight spaces that he was able to maintain possession there and, and, and earned the foul. So a great opportunity for him to be able to build out of the back now and a little bit of a saving grace for Lou City. Played six minutes in this game. 0-0 is our score, and Carlos Mogel down on the ground on all fours as the trainer for Louisville City, Stuart Wright, comes out to check on him. Head coach for Atlante is Mario Alberto Garcia Covalles. He is a 56-year-old who has made a long career as a manager, dating all the way back to 2004 when he was an assistant with this Atlante club. He's had multiple periods in charge of Atlante, including in 2012, among several stops all through Mexico. A 56-year-old native of Mexico City. And he played his professional playing career with Atlante as well from 1989 to 1997. So a man very familiar with the club in which he is now in charge. He has been in charge since 2020 in Atlante, which again is located in Mexico City. They play in a stadium that seats about 33,000 fans. Estadio Ciudad de los Deportes. Miguel still down, receiving the treatment and this becomes a little bit of a concern here this is the last thing you want to see Casey in a friendly in an exhibition game you want to see a competitive game you want to see an entertaining game but what you don't want to see is anybody get hurt I'm wondering if it's like a bloody nose or something like that because he was kind of grabbing at his face and they look to be looking at his face I'm wondering if they're just trying to stop the blood potentially it doesn't look like he was rolling in any sort of pain or anything like that which is good so hopefully that's just the case, and they haven't motioned or anything for a sub. It looks like they might have a couple warming up, but haven't signaled to the bench yet. So hopefully that's just the case. They're trying to stop the blood, and he'll be able to continue on. Still he's down on the ground. Now he finally rises to his feet, Carlos Mogel Jr., and he'll receive a hand from the fans here at Lynn Family Stadium. A strong crowd. On, again, what is a beautiful sun-soaked Saturday evening in Louisville, Kentucky. 85 degrees and a few puffy clouds overhead, but not many. And I would imagine it's probably a little below average crowd, but a strong one nonetheless, especially for an international friendly that was scheduled after the season began. Mogel has gone to the bench, and he is holding what appears to be his nose, Casey, so he might be on to something. Fifth third free kick taken by Lou City's Danny Fondes, and the boys in purple playing down a man for the moment. Into the attacking half toward the six foot seven target man, Martin Powells, but he can't bring it down. Cleared away by Atlante, and here come the visitors trying to string passes together forward. Bermudez, though, gave it up. Louisville City comes away with possession in the attacking half. On the left side, Ryan Ombi into Powell's. Does really well. Martin Powell's to shield off a defender, but then gave the ball away as he tried to link up with Dylan Maris. The press, though, wins it back for Lou City. Oscar Jimenez playing well forward to the left side of the penalty area. Drops it off backwards to Brian Ombi. Ombi drifting toward the Louisville half. Plays it there at midfield as Tyler Gibson across the center circle. Gibson goes to Ramsey Kawazmi, and the attack's still on for Louisville City. And so far, Lou City, Casey, has... Uh, been the better team, I think, by far, nine minutes into this game. It's Cano with it for Lou City in the attacking half. A heavy touch from him, though, showed it to Armando Escobar. And Atlante turns Lou City over. Neat touches there in the midfield from Elbis and Bermudez again. Goes back to Escobar. And for the first time, really, all night, Atlante can build out of the back with possession. Here's Jonathan Sanchez. 
to the far sideline to a teammate. Sanchez, a player who spent last season on loan with Pumas in the first division in Mexico, one of the more popular Mexican teams. Back to him now. He's standing just shy of the midfield stripe to a teammate on the far sideline, now into the center circle. It's Metza, I believe. Metza now to Elbis, who has crossed into the attacking half. Elbis has the left back for Atlante. Back to Metza on the inside left. Turns toward the center circle. Plays it there to Sanchez. Sanchez defended closely by Powell's. Sanchez now to the far sideline where Atlante tries to build. Bermudez with it over there. Played it in Metza on the inside right. Just knocking the ball around the outside of the Louisville City defensive formation. Finally a touch comes in from someone wearing purple. It's Brian Ombi. And it goes out for an Atlante throw on the far side of the right. And Carlos Moguel has now rejoined the action after getting that treatment for injury. Yeah, just so just to think that that entire time that Atlante had possession there, Lou City was a man down, and Atlante still was not able to break them down because Lou City was so tight in their defensive shape. Tyler Gibson dropped in and filled the role of Mogel Jr. beautifully. Bermudez drags the ball forward on the near sideline into the attacking final third. Now Gonzalez, Rolando Gonzalez involved in the action. A little one-two touch stuff trying to work through Louisville City and a foul as Escobar tried to link up with a teammate there, Armando Escobar. Draws the foul for Atlante, and they'll have a free kick here in their attacking half, the Louisville defensive half. Uh, about 25, 30 yards past the midfield stripe. And certainly an opportunity here, Casey, if they want to put it in the box. Instead, they take it short. They swing it in quickly. Bermudez to Metza on the inside left. Metza to Elbis on the near sideline with his head up, dribbling forward. Elbis drops it off to Bermudez on the near sideline. Back to Elbis, still going forward near the corner flag. Elbis, a left-footed cross, and he got it all wrong. Got under the ball, couldn't really direct it into the penalty area, and it goes ultimately a couple of rows behind the goal and out for a Louisville City goal kick. I'm honestly a little surprised that they decided to take that set piece short because it was in a pretty dangerous area where you could whip in a really nice cross and force Fondes to have to make a decision to come out or not, really put some pressure on the back line of Louisville City, which they haven't been able to do, and even with that service there, really no pressure on the back line. So surprised they decided to play, play short in that situation. I don't think it worked out for them. Fondes standing over this goal kick. He's going to send it long here. And one of the talking points from this game, Casey, that we didn't quite get to in the pregame is the rivalry between the United States and Mexico. We know it so well on the international level. Dos Acero. Dos Acero, but it is also a rivalry on the club level. We see it a lot with Major League Soccer teams and Liga MX First Division teams in the CONCACAF Champions League. We'll see it coming up this month between Major League Soccer teams and Liga MX teams in the League's Cup, a brand-new tournament. And while this is a friendly tonight, we'll get a little taste of it. I mean, there's always that conversation of which country is superior in soccer. The U.S. has always been looking up at Mexico, but in recent years that has become a much closer competition. It's out for an Atlante throw here on the near side. They're left in their defensive half after Louisville City tried to work it forward. We'll get a little taste of that rivalry tonight, I think. Yeah, and I think it's really fun. And it's It's been a great game so far. I think Atlante is beginning to grow in this game. They're beginning to find their identity, ease into the match some. So as they begin to build even more, I think we're going to see even more physical matchup and even more of back-and-forth play. Another throw to Atlante. They take it near midfield. Here is Escobar playing on the left side. Played it forward in the attacking half for Gonzalez. Then a ball forward looking for Machado, but he can't catch up to it, and it's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side. The loose City right in the loose City defensive half. It'll be Owen Dom, the right back tonight, to take it for Louisville City. He, too, an Academy Products. 
has played two league games this year, including a start. Louisville does really well. Works it from out of pressure on the right side to the left side to Oscar Jimenez, who's streaming forward into the attacking half. Tried to play it through for Brian Olby, making a run in front of him. It's cleared aside by Ramirez for Atlante. Throw in to Louisville City. Goes to Powell's in the penalty area. He can't hold it up. And it's finally knocked out of the box, but Louisville City retains possession. It's Oscar Jimenez who retrieves it. Plays it back into the defensive half to Ramsey Kawazmi. Kawazmi forward on the inside left. Jimenez, he's taken off the ball, though. An opportunity for Atlante to break. But great hustle there from Paolo Del Piccolo, but a foul. As he looked like he had won the ball cleanly, the referee calls a foul and ends that momentary opportunity that Atlante had to break. They'll have a free kick, though, to the right of the center circle and their defensive half about five yards shy of the midfield stripe. Yeah, and I think Paulo has a pretty good argument there. It looked like he did get the ball, but it might have been something on the follow-through that the ref did not like uh, because it looked like from here a pretty clean tackle, but the ref had a definite closer, clearer view of that. Uh, but regardless, a great tackle for Paulo Del Piccolo. He's really been a great leader, and what a great opportunity to have a player like him on the field to help guide the youth that is going to be coming onto the field. Free kick taken by Sanchez to Ramirez, and now Atlante in the attacking half. Bermudez, who's been all over the field, he's on the inside right right now, plays it to the far side, the right, back to Bermudez on the inside right, tries to clip it over the top for a run from Fernando Ramirez. Knocked away by Louisville City. Here's a header from Owen Dom, sends it into the center circle and out of danger where it's picked up by Elbis. Elbis forward to Escobar in the attacking off the near sideline. Escobar forward for Gonzalez, and a foul goes against Louisville City here. Give a free kick to Atlante on the near sideline in their attacking half, the Louisville defensive half. They take it quickly. Metza in the defensive half now as they work backwards. Swings it to the near sideline. Dom intercepts it. Keeps it in play for Lou City. Dom forward to Cano. Cano knocked off of his feet by Elbis back and forth, and it falls back to Atlante here in the attacking half. On the inside left is Bermudez. Now back to Elbis. The left back, he's drifting toward his own goal. Plays it there to Humberto Hernandez, the 37-year-old goalkeeper. Under pressure from Powell's. Powell's got a touch, but the wall got past him. It's still with Atlante. Here they come through the middle now on the near side is Bermudez, who once again has been all over the field. Picks up his head, ball over the top, decent one for Machado. Outside of the box to the left side. Machado drops it off to Escobar, looking to maybe cross. Instead, he'll put it in here to a teammate. That's Gonzalez. Now Bermudez once again on the near side. Back to Metza, and they'll work it around from left to right now. Metza to Sanchez. He's in the attacking half. Sanchez to the far sideline to a teammate. That might be Jonathan Martinez who has it. Martinez to Bermudez. Bermudez trying to link up with, that's Martinez on the far sideline. Now here's Fernando Ramirez on the far side of the right, just outside the Louisville box, looking to maybe cross. Instead, he'll dribble in. Ramirez continues on, tries to play with the outside of the foot for a teammate here, Gonzalez. Decent-looking stuff, a chance for Atlante. It's Ramirez, and it's saved by Danny Fontes with his legs. Fernando Ramirez was in on goal, one-on-one with the goalkeeper, Danny Fontes. And Fontes, perhaps fortunately, dove to his right. But his legs extended backward to his left, deflected the ball aside. It's a corner to Atlante. I mean, absolutely beautiful passing there from Atlante. Good one and two give and go. It was a nice little chip through ball kind of right over Quasmi. Nothing he could do about it. But really good goalkeeping from Danny Fondes to come out and make himself big. Yes, he went the wrong way, but he made himself big enough to cut off the angle and was able to make that save. Corner headed out of the box by Gibson. A second header from Jimenez. We'll get it out of danger. It's back to the far sideline to Bermudez who took the corner. He dribbles in that far sideline, drops it off backwards here to Jonathan Martinez under pressure from Pals. He'll give the ball up to Metza, and Atlante will continue here with Armando Escobar to the left of the center circle. Plays it out of the near sideline to Elbis. The attack still continues. Elbis, the Brazilian, who's played most of his career in Mexico. 
Now he has the ball once again. Elbis defended by Cano. Swings it into the center circle to Jonathan Sanchez. Sanchez at the middle of the center circle. Tries to play a ball in the air to the far sideline. It's over the head of the intended target and out for a Louisville City throw. About 10 yards shy of midfield on the far side, the Louisville City left. 17 and a half minutes gone by in this game. Still no score in this international friendly between Louisville City and Atlante FC out of Mexico. Other than the through ball there and the shot, Atlante has really been forced to move the ball along the outside. They've had a really hard time of breaking Lou City down through the middle of the field. Atlante wins the ball back from that Louisville City throw. They have it on their left side with Elvis now Bermudez. Back to Elvis once again near the midfield stripe, defended by Cano. Now into Metza to the left of the center circle. Metza with his head up, a long ball down the middle, a decent one looking for the run there of Ramirez. But it's too far out in front, and it is gobbled up by Danny Fondez, the Louisville goalkeeper. Up throwing is Fondez to the left side. Oscar Jimenez for Lou City. Ball into the attacking half to Martin Powell's. Tried to backheel it towards Brian Obi. Couldn't come up with the pass. Louisville City, though, retains possession. Del Piccolo to Powell's in the middle of the field in the attacking half. Loose ball out of that crowd. Picked up by Gibson. Here come the boys in purple. Gibson on the inside right. Into Cano, just outside of the box. Cano, though, has it knocked off of his feet. Maris wins the header to keep the attack alive. Now to the right side of the box is Owen Dom. Backward to Ramsey Kowazby near midfield. Still in the attacking half, though. Now backward into the defensive half to his center back mate, Carlos Mogel Jr. He gives the ball away, trying to play it through to Dylan Maris. And Atlante takes over. Elbis a long ball forward, headed by Tyler Gibson. And Louisville City nearly able to win the ball back, but Carlos Mogel with an errant header. And it's back to Atlante. They have it with Bermudez on the near sideline in the attacking half. Forward to a teammate. He's hustled off the ball by Kawazmi. And here comes Lou City once again in the center circle. Ownby. Backward and to the left is Oscar Jimenez. He's defended closely by an Atlante player. Turns, plays it in the middle of the field. A good ball to Dylan Maris. Maris coming forward, still in the defensive half. Across midfield, the ball on the ground to Ownby. Ownby dribbling down that far sideline into the attacking half. Now checks it backward. Plays it backward to Jimenez near midfield. Drifting toward his own goal. Now turns forward into the attack. Ball on the ground to Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo trying to hold it up. Couldn't connect his pass. And Atlante takes over. Here's Bermudez. Plays it forward to a teammate. I believe Ramirez in the attacking half. Ran across the center circle. Dropped it off wide left to Armando Escobar. He's standing on the midfield stripe. Escobar to Elbis. Back to Escobar. Now in the defensive half. And finally the pace of the game has slowed down a little bit as Escobar stands on the ball. Back to Elbis. Now back to Escobar. Del Piccolo comes in with a very late sliding challenge. And if this were a regular season game, that surely would have been a booking. In fact, as it is, it is just a regular common foul. No booking here. And... Del Piccolo, Casey, a bit fortunate not to be booked there. I think if this were a competitive regular season game, he'd have a yellow card for sure. Yeah, I really don't see the need for that. The player was already turning around going backwards. I don't know what Del Piccolo is doing there. There's no need for any of that. And, again, like you said, since it is just a friendly, I think it is just a talking to, but he would be in the books. Atlante went long over the top looking for the run of Juan Machado, but he couldn't catch up to the ball. It's caught by Danny Fondez. He sends the punt for Louisville City into the attacking half. Powell's holding it up, does well, with a defender draped on his back. That's Sanchez. Still Powell's. Second defender comes over. He keeps the ball, and the overlap is Jimenez. Good work by Powell's. Jimenez just outside of the box. Cuts it onto his right foot. Cross in towards Cano. His header off the back of his head, and it is wide, but they will... No, they won't. I thought it was going to be a corner kick. They say it is out for a goal kick. But really good hold-up play there by Martin Powells, the six-foot-seven Dutchman who signed midseason for Louisville City. Has really yet to make a big impact on this team. Still finding his feet in the United States, but terrific work there.
Yeah, that was absolutely excellent. He does great to hold off the first defender. Then when the second defender comes back to double team, he's able to still shield both players, maintain possession. And then Oscar Jimenez makes a great overlapping run, and it's overall really good build-up play. I thought Cano was going to be able to get on the end of it, but it was just, just a touch too high for him. Hernandez, the goalkeeper, sent the goal kick long. It was headed back his direction by a Louisville City player and rolled all the way past the inline by the corner flag. So it's another goal kick here to Atlante. 21 and a half minutes gone on a 0-0 game. We've had one really great chance for Atlante that was saved by Danny Fondes, and Louisville City's had plenty of the ball as well. A goal kick sent long, brought down calmly by Ramsey Kowazmi, and Louisville City takes over on the ball. Jimenez, the left back tonight, back into the Louisville box toward Danny Fondes, under some pressure from Machado, got the ball off really calmly, Danny Fondes, Kawazmi back to Jimenez in the penalty area, sends it long down the middle into the center circle where it is gathered by Jonathan Sanchez of Atlante, and the visitors tonight will have possession in their attacking half. It's Sanchez now, the right of the center backs, into the middle to Metza, the defensive midfielder, now to Elbis, just to the left of the center circle. He's in the attacking half still, though. Plays it forward on the near sideline to Escobar. Further forward on the near sideline to Rolando uh, Gonzalez. Back to Elbis. Elbis tripped up and fouled. Paolo Del Piccolo late once again with a challenge. And this will give a free kick to Atlante in the attacking half. They once again, though, take it quickly on the ground as Escobar played it to Metza. Metza forward to Machado. The center forward tried to play it back to the right center back Sanchez. But a ball that just sort of drifted away from Sanchez. He's able to keep possession alive, though, for Atlante as Powell's tried to chase it down. Plays it back to Humberto Hernandez. The goalkeeper, he tries to play it to the near side, the left, the ball in the air. But the pass off target, it's out for a Louisville City throw. On the near side, the loose city right in the attacking half. Dom into Cano. Cano in the attacking half now checks his run. Plays it on the ground backward to Dom. 20 yards into the attacking half. Now Cano once again. Those two combining the two academy products. Backward to another academy product. Carlos Mogel playing as a center back tonight. All the way back to the goalkeeper, goalkeeper Danny Fondez, who's 20 yards out of his box. Now the left center back, Kawazmi, playing to the left of the center circle in defensive half. Ball on the ground. Across the field to Mogel. Dropping deep Del Piccolo. And he plays it back to Danny Fondes once again, who again is playing out of his box. The Louisville City backup goalkeeper getting a start tonight. Fondes goes long right down the middle. Powell's can't catch up to it, and it's goalkeeper to goalkeeper. Fondes, the long ball retrieved by Hernandez on the other end. One thing I've noticed offensively for Louisville City is while the ideas are there and the runs are a lot better today, the, the timing of the pass is a little bit off, and I think that that's due to these players not used to playing together. You've got a lot of people out on the field that have never played together. So the ideas are there, but maybe the pass isn't there yet because the player doesn't know where the run is going. So now it's just coming to getting to know the player and anticipating what they're going to do because the ideas are there, the runs are there. Now we just got to follow through with the passing. Two teams exchanging possession for the last couple of moments. It's out for an Atlante throw here on the far side, the right. It'll be Metza, and in fact, he leaves it off here for Fernando Ramirez. He's the player who had the great chance early in the game that was saved by Danny Fondes. All the way back to Elbis from along the back line. Elbis, a poor ball, but it'll stay in play. Retrieved here by Escobar. Escobar goes all the way back to Hernandez, the goalkeeper once again, standing in his box without any pressure. Moves from left to right, plays it there to Sanchez, under pressure from Powell's, back to Hernandez, Del Piccolo charging forward. Hernandez to Elbis, just to the left of the Atlante box, still trying to build out of the back here. 
the visitors from Mexico City. LB springs the ball forward, not under any pressure. He goes long down the middle. Well read there by Kawazmi, who heads it out of play for Louisville City. It's going to be an Atlante throw on the near sideline there, left just in front of their bench and about 15 yards past the midfield stripe. It'll be taken by Escobar back to Elbis. And Atlante builds out of the back once again. Elbis into the middle to Sanchez, just shy of the center circle. Dragging the ball wide right, plays it there. It's Bermudez on the inside right, trying to link up with Miguel Velasquez on the far sideline. Velasquez, though, can't catch up to the pass. It's cleared backward by Kawazmi. Now to Fondez, who hits his clearance high into the air. And Atlante takes over in their attacking half in a reasonably promising position. It's back on the far sideline now with Velasquez standing on the ball just outside of the Louisville box. Turns and plays it to the far sideline to Ramirez. He turns out of pressure and plays it backward to Sanchez. And we're along the back line once again here for Atlante. Elbis in the center circle. Cano on his back. Elbis turns and plays it backward to Hernandez, the goalkeeper. Cano continues his run forward to press high for Louisville City. Hernandez back to Elbis, who's playing on the inside left here. Still in the defensive half for Atlante. To Metza, who has dropped deep in the defensive half. Metza dribbles about 15 yards from the middle of the field to the inside right. Plays it wide right to Sanchez. Sanchez well forward here into the attacking half, looking for Velasquez. An exchange of touches, and it's a chance here coming up for Atlante. Into Machado, his shot is wide. As he had it from a very acute angle on the right side, Juan Machado. And Danny Fondez had that near post covered, and the shot went into the side netting. Fooled some fans on the near sideline for a moment, but it's out for a Louisville City goal kick. Atlante is so patient in their buildup. They're so patient in working it side to side. They have so much movement, so much interchange between the players. And then the minute that they decide to attack, they're so quick at going forward, and it catches the team off guard. And I think that's where they've seen most of their success. One thing that I really like that Atlante is doing is they have very fluid formation, meaning that a lot of the players might have started in a certain position, but that's not where they've necessarily stayed. There have been players working the entire field going from side to side, and that makes it really difficult for City to track them, to mark them, and that's how they're able to be open when they get into the final third. Yeah, the shape has been very fluid, particularly number 18, Bermuda, has shown up on the right side, on the left side, down the middle. Center back. Pretty much wherever he wants, it seems. It's out for an Atlante throw after Fondes sent the goal kick long. It comes in from the far side, looking for Velasquez. He's hustled off the ball. Here comes Louisville City with numbers forward. Ownby, middle of the field. Maris outside of the box. Will take aim from distance, and he drug his shot well wide. Dylan Maris had time and space about 25 yards from goal. Hit it low and hard on the ground, but Hernandez had that near post covered, and it wasn't anywhere near on target anyway from Maris. It's out for an Atlante goal kick. And not a bad idea, not a good, not a, you know, a bad shot he made good contact with it but I, I think he had a little more time and space to be able to go forward with it if he's able to take a few more touches there's only one defender and he has Powell's with him as well so he either forces the defender to step to him and he can slip Powell's through for one-on-one or he's able to take a few more touches get a little bit closer to goal and have a little more successful shot Atlante working out of the back from their goal kick foul here goes against Carlos Moguel for Louisville City as he was trying to win the ball back off of the feet of Machado. Machado, though, was between the ball and Mogel. Mogel with a little shove in the back. And a free kick here to Atlante in their defensive half on the inside left. Just shy of the half-hour mark. We're in the 29th minute. 0-0 is our score. It's been an even game, but over the last 20 minutes, Atlante has really grown into it. They've had the best chance of the game. 
that was saved by Danny Fondes. The free kick sent long into the attacking half, cleaned up by Tyler Gibson for Lou City. He sends his clearance long, chested down by Pals, looking for Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo and Metza come together. No foul called as it's cleared off of Del Piccolo. Goes all the way back to the goalkeeper, Hernandez, for Atlante. And Del Piccolo down on his knees, a bit hurt after that collision. But he's back to his feet now, the veteran midfielder for Louisville City. And he appears to be okay. Del Piccolo, at 32 years of age, turned 32 back in May. Hernandez playing the ball to the near sideline to Escobar in a crown of purple jerseys. Able to keep keep possession, though. Here's Bermudez in the defensive half. He takes a tumble, no foul called. Louisville takes over. Gibson tried to clip it through to Powell's. Intercepted there by Elbis. Back with Louisville City, though, with Ombi in the attacking half. In the middle of the field, 40 yards, 45 yards from goal. Backward to Maris. Maris plays it wide ref to Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez has to go to ground to keep it alive, and he does terrifically. Jimenez, ball forward to Ombi outside of the box. Ombi checks backward, though. Backward on the ground to Jimenez. Jimenez inside left now to Dylan Maris. Maris dribbles forward with three defenders around him. Still Dylan Maris goes, drifting to the far sideline. Plays it there to Ombi. Ombi to Jimenez. Made a good run forward on the inside left. Wide left it goes to Maris. Good combinations here from Lucity. Cross from Maris. Headed away by Sanchez. Middle of the field. Gibson heads it down for Lucity. It'll stay with the boys in purple with Dom. Dom middle of the field to Ombi. Takes aim. Hits it from distance. And it's always over the bar by about eight or ten yards. Ownby letting fly there from 30 yards away in the middle of the field. And, you know, why not in this kind of game take your chances from distance? But it was over the bar and out for a goal kick to Atlante. And really good combination play there on that left side between Ownby, Jimenez, and Maris there. The little link-up play, really good combination. I think the service from Maris is the right idea. He just doesn't get underneath it enough to really reach the runners on the back post. And that shot from Ownby, a bit ambitious, a little bit too far out. But I'll let Brian Omi almost do anything with how he's been playing lately. Yeah, I mean, it certainly deserves the leeway. The goal kick sent long by Atlante's goalkeeper Hernandez, and Louisville City takes over. Ball forward to Paolo Del Piccolo, and Del Piccolo fouled. Slams his hand into the turf out of frustration. He's been fired up in this game. He's committed a couple of fouls. This time he's fouled himself, and it'll give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in the attacking side of the center circle from Louisville City's perspective in the dead middle of the field. Del Piccolo has been been all over Casey and been a little bit emotional in this game. Nice yeah, competitive juices flowing for very him. Very fired up, yeah. and I think he's got to be careful because if he fouls one more time, I think that's his final straw, and he will be in the books. Um, but I think some of the Atlante players may be taking out some of those vicious fouls he's had on their teammates, on him. Ball went to Cano. Cano though couldn't turn his defender. It's cleared up ahead by Atlante. Louisville City sent it back Atlante's way, and LB onto the ball now for Atlante, the left center back. Chased by Powell's. He plays it back to Hernandez, the goalkeeper. Powell's continues chasing the ball. It's to the far side now to the right center back, Sanchez. He hits it long into the attacking half where it's headed by Mogel for Louisville City. And it's brought down by Dylan Maris after an exchange of headers. Now wide left is Oscar Jimenez. Louisville in the attacking half here. Jimenez dribbling forward. Now checks in the middle of the field. Inside left is Ownby. Wide left now back to Dylan Maris. Maris, a right-footed ball backward into the center circle to Kowazmi. Kowazmi standing on the midfield line. Plays it to the left of the center circle to his center back mate, Carlos Mogel Jr. Mogel across the center circle back to Kowazmi, drifting into the attacking half. Kowazmi, ball forward to Powell's, trying to bring it down. The six foot seven man can't quite do it, sliding to the ground to keep possession alive. And then a foul committed by, guess who? Paolo Del Piccolo. And as you thought, Casey, that foul results in a booking. A World of Beer yellow card for the Lou City captain here in the 33rd minutes. And we're going to have some early substitutions for Lou City. Again, an international friendly on limited substitutions. We're going to see a lot of different players in today's game. That's going to be Martin Powell's 
Replaced after 33 minutes. Replacing him, Ray Serrano. And then also coming into the game, Matiti Mushigalusa. He is going to come in in place of Brian Ombi. So Powells and Ombi get 30 minutes of work tonight in the friendly. Serrano and Mushigalusa come in to replace each of them. That substitution, those substitutions, brought to you by Fortna in the 33rd minute in a 0-0 game. Well, we did say that Omi was going to be on limited minutes, and I do think the time that Brian Omi was out there, he did very well. He was able to create some stuff going down that left side. I thought Powell's did okay. His touch was a little off. I don't think he was able to hold up the ball as much as we would have hoped he was able to, but I think the few times that he was able to, they were able to build a successful attack. Powell Del Piccolo, though, I appreciate the aggressiveness, but you, you just got to be smarter out there. He's He could not only injure a player, but he could injure himself, and it's just not worth it. So I, I don't know how much longer his night will last. Um, if I were Coach Cruz, I might look at subbing him off. Handball called against Carlos Mogel Jr. here. Gives Atlante a free kick about 10 yards into their attacking half on the near sideline just in front of their bench. And the experimentation here for Danny Cruz continues tonight. He starts a midfielder Mogel as a center back. And now he goes without a true number nine, without a true center forward. He's got Musha, Galusa, and Cano as two forwards in what appears to be a 4-4-2 right now. Louisville City wins a turnover from that free kick. It's Mares in the center circle. Back to him from Jimenez. And Mares hustled off the ball. Here's Machado on it for Atlante. And the visitors coming forward. Velasquez on the right side. He's dribbling towards the penalty area. Just walking on the ball. On the overlap on the far side is Ramirez. Ramirez cross in looking for Velasquez. It's a heavy touch from him, though. Uh, or no, it wasn't. It was last touch by a Louisville City player. It's going to be an Atlante corner from the far side, the Atlante right. And Louisville City with some defending to do here. Ten minutes to go. Ten and a half minutes to go. Plus stoppage time in this first half in a 0-0 game. Yeah, it looks like it was... Looked like a service into the box and it hit off of Tyler Gibson, but a great opportunity for Atlante to have a look on target. There haven't been very many solid looks on goal this match. Here comes the corner from Atlante in towards the penalty spot, headed out of the box. It'll be retrieved by Atlante, though, on the near side with Velasquez. He turns and plays it backward into the defensive half to Metza, the defensive midfielder, the last man back. Goes to the goalkeeper, who's 40 yards out of his goal here. Humberto Hernandez back to Metza, who can walk the ball across midfield into the attacking half. Drops it off on the near side to Velasquez. He goes all the way back to Hernandez in the defensive half for Atlante, just outside of his box. To the right side, Sanchez, the right center back, has gotten back here. Plays it to the far sideline to Jonathan Martinez. He clips the ball over the top and a decent one. Ramirez giving chase. And finally, the flag goes up. So Ramirez offside for Atlante. And it's going to be a fifth-third free kick for Lou City. On the far side, they're left in their defensive half, just outside of the box, about 8 or 10 yards infield from the far sideline. I'm pretty sure all four Atlante players that were up on the back line were offsides. Lucidi, again, doing such a great job of holding that high line, forcing teams to have to really be very good with the timing of their passes. Here's Mushigalusa dribbling into the box for Lucidi. Outside of the football, looking for Serrano, and it bent right into the arms of the goalkeeper, Hernandez. Ball might have been... Wasn't really on target looking for Serrano anyway. But Mushigalusa with a little bit of a run forward. Cano played the ball through to him. 
And he got into the box and tried to do something there, Casey. Yeah, I don't really know if that was a shot or a cross. It's a difficult angle for a shot where he was. And if it was a cross, you're never going to get really an outside-of-the-foot cross to bend the way that you want where he was running. It'd be better to use the left foot and bend it that way. Uh, so not sure what the decision-making there for Mushagalusa. Ball all the way back to the Louisville goalkeeper, Danny Fondez. Got eight and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the first half and a 0-0 score. Fondez just rolls the ball forward out of his own box and now sends it long down the inside right channel looking for Mushagalusa up for the header. It's over his head, bounces into the box. Elbis heads it back to the goalkeeper, Hernandez, who, for what it's worth, by the way, is not wearing a number on his back. He's listed on the roster as number 20. So we have to assume, based on the lineup we've been given, that is Humberto Hernandez, but cannot confirm based on his jersey. Anyways, to the far sideline now from Hernandez, and it's out for what was going to be a Louisville City throw, but a foul called against the boys in purple. will give Atlante a free kick on the far side. They're right in their defensive half. I believe Fernando Ramirez standing over the ball. Just about a yard in from that far sideline. Still looking for an option, Ramirez now sends his right foot through it in the air into the attacking half, looking for Machado, knocked down with two purple jerseys either side. Finally, it's picked up by Gibson for Louisville City into the center circle, Ray Serrano, and Serrano drops it off backward to Kawazmi, the boys in purple in possession. Now Serrano playing almost like a right back for the moment, dribbling into the attacking half. Still Serrano dancing on the ball, plays it inside right to Gibson, turns forward to Maris, plays it back inside right to Serrano. Decent-looking stuff here from Lou City. Serrano dribbling well forward. He's just outside of the box now. Still Serrano continues his run as the ball taken off of his feet, and it's cleared away by Armando Escobar. That clearance down the middle of the field goes all the way into the Louisville half where Danny Fondez, standing about five yards shy of the center circle, retrieves it, plays it to the left to Jimenez. Forward on the left on the ground, Mushagalusa dribbling into the box here. Enoch Mushagalusa on his right foot. And a good challenge there. It comes in from an Atlante player as Mushagalusa trying to cut it onto his right foot, maybe with an opportunity to shoot. Atlante takes over. They send it long toward the inside right. That's where Machado brings it down. Velasquez a run in front of him. Here is Velasquez. He's all alone just outside of the box. Machado makes a run. It's to Machado. His first time shot, 20 yards over the bar and behind for a Louisville City goal kick. And some really good back-and-forth play there. I do think that when Louisville City gets the ball offensively, they're looking to dribble a little bit too much. I understand about wanting to be confident, take players on, but it's all about the timing of when to take players on. And when you've got three players around you, that's not really the time to take players on. That might be the time to link up passes, to have a little connection play. It's really when you have isolated somebody that you want to take them one-on-one. -on -one. And I just think the decision-making of when to pass and when to take on players one-on-one -on -one is just a little bit off, and there's just a little bit too much dribbling. Substitution here for Atlante with five and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the first half. Ball out from that Louisville City goal kick for an Atlante throw. They're going to bring in Matias Roskopf, an Argentinian who just signed with the team ahead of their upcoming season in 2023. He is going to replace Juan Machado, number 10, on your score sheet if you're keeping score listening to us. In for number 22 for Atlante. Louisville City wins the ball from a turnover. Streaming forward with numbers. Serrano in the middle to the left side. Isaac Cano, ball through. Good one looking for Mushagalusa, but cleared away by Atlante. And it's going to go out for a Louisville City throw on the far side of the left. A decent idea there from the youngster Cano. Really good idea, and Mushigalusa begins to run away from the ball instead of going to the ball. He takes his movement away from the ball, which I'm not sure why, but it's good movement up top so far for Louisville City. Dylan Maris had a shot that was closed down and blocked, and then an offside flag goes up on Mushigalusa on the second attempt. 
And that'll give Atlante a free kick in their box. Dylan Mares, who's let fly from distance already tonight, earlier, does about the same thing there. He was running down the middle of the field, was not picked up, and said, why not? I'll have a hit. It was blocked by the defender that was about five yards in front of him. Hernandez, the goalkeeper, plays it to Sanchez, the right center back, plays it into the center circle here, and a good back heel from Rolando Gonzalez. Now Atlante with it on the right side of the Louisville box with Velasquez. He's defended by Jimenez for Louisville City. Velasquez drifting backward, plays it to the inside right here to Bermudez. A left-footed shot from distance, and it flashes wide of Danny Fondez's left post. Was trying to aim for that top corner, but just didn't get it on target. We've seen a lot of long-distance efforts tonight for both teams, Casey, which... You can't fault in a friendly. No, and I think a lot of it is credit to the back lines of both of these teams. They're very solid back lines. They're very hard to break down, and that's why the players are having to settle for these long-distance shots. Here comes Loose City forward. Mushigalusa tried to play it to Cano. Cano bent his run outside. Mushigalusa played it inside, cleared away by Atlante. But then a foul goes against Atlante in the center circle, and it's going to be Roskopf, the substitute, the Argentinian, who is booked here for a late challenge in Palo del Piccolo who's drawn a couple of fouls. He's been booked himself, Del Piccolo. But this a World of Beer yellow card to Atlante. The visitors tonight to Matias Roskopf. That and was a very good play there, though, for Paulo Del Piccolo. It's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Lucidi in the attacking side of the center circle. Paulo Del Piccolo making kind of the late run in, and Roskopf just not paying any attention, throwing a leg out there, and just completely nails Del Piccolo. Luckily, Del Piccolo was able to get up because he did, took a little bit of a tumble there. Three minutes to go, plus stoppage time, and a scoreless game in the first half of this international friendly, the second ever for Louisville City against any opposition. Tonight, the opposition, Atlante FC out of Mexico. Long ball forward from Fondez. Mushigalusa brings it down outside of the box on the left side. Two defenders around him. Holding the ball up is Matiti, drifting toward the corner flag. It's out of play, last touched by Mushigalusa. It's going to be a throw to Atlante on the far side there, right in their defensive final third. Mushigalusa there just trying to hold up play wasn't able to gain possession and pull it back and really keep the ball. He's done well to in that center forward role. It's not where we're used to seeing him. So it, he has a lot more freedom with the side-to-side -side movement. And so I think he's kind of tunneling himself into one side, and that's what's hurting him. He needs to see if he can utilize a little more of the space. Throw comes in from Atlante, and a foul against Louisville City will give Atlante a free kick further forward in their defensive half. About 20 yards from the midfield line on their inside right with two minutes to go in this first half plus stoppage time. They take the free kick backward to Hernandez, the goalkeeper. Swings it to the right side to Sanchez, the right center back. Forward on the ground, it goes to Jonathan Martinez. He goes further forward to Velasquez. Velasquez trying to turn against Carlos Mogel. The ball out of play. It's a throw to Louisville near midfield by about four yards shy in the Louisville half. And it comes from Jimenez to Ray Serrano. Backward to Kawazmi, the center back. Wide left, it goes back to Mogel. He's on the far sideline. Mogel, a ball forward, a decent one. Del Piccolo, though, couldn't connect his pass. He tried to play first time for Mushigalusa, who was ahead of him toward the left side. And maybe if Paolo had that back, he'd just bring it down and turn there, Casey. Instead, it goes over to Atlante. Yeah, and I think Paolo knew it was a bad pass, but I think a lot of that is also his teammates need to be talking to him. Maybe they were and telling him, settle it. You got time. You got time. Turn. So that way he knows and he doesn't try to rush it. Adelante coming forward, a late clip from Carlos Mogel into the shin of Velasquez, and the foul called finally, belatedly there, and it's going to be a free kick here to Adelante in a promising position for them. The inside right, about 28 yards away from the Louisville City goal, 
and that foul came about because of a loose pass. Jimenez had the ball for loose City, played it forward. It was played back to him, but behind him, he had to sprint back to try and retrieve it, and Adelante came up with the ball on the turnover, and then Carlos Moguel was very late with a challenge and clipped Velasquez. Yeah, and I, I think the ref was kind of waiting to see if the assistant referee also saw the same thing, a little bit of communication there because you saw the assistant referee immediately waving the flag from what they saw. So I think it's the right decision there. It looked like it was a clean tackle, but he definitely was late. I think maybe a little bit of studs up here, but regardless, it's going to set up for a great set piece for Atlante here to maybe take the lead before halftime. We are about to move into stoppage time, and in a friendly, I would imagine we will have very little stoppage time here. We are now past stoppage time, or stop past the 45-minute mark. And into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. A minimum of one minute. Here's the ball in, and it's in. A goal for Atlante. I don't think anybody touched it. It was Rolando Gonzalez who took the free kick. Just a dangerous ball between the back line for Louisville City and the goalkeeper. Danny Fontes was frozen, couldn't react, worried that the ball might have taken a deflection. And ultimately, I don't think anyone touched it, and it just bounced past Fontes to his right and into the back of the net. And Atlante FC, the visitors from Mexico here, have taken a first-half lead just before the halftime locker room break. It's Atlante 1, Louisville City nothing. And Rolando Gonzalez, a 30-year-old, scores the goal for Atlante. It was a beautiful goal, too. Nicely taken set piece. It was a low-driven ball, maybe looking for a player to run in behind and kind of get that little flick on, but it didn't need that. I think even Fondaz was expecting somebody to get on the end of it, which has maybe forced the hesitation a little bit. I don't know what Paulo Del Piccolo was arguing to the referees about. He went immediately over to the assistant referee and was complaining about something, but to me it looked like it was a nice, clean set piece. It was beautifully taken and a really nice goal. From the kickoff, Louisville City, Kowazmi sends it forward on the inside right channel. Sanchez with a header just outside of the Atlante box. Elbis clears it over his shoulder. Louisville City trying to win the ball back. They do with Jimenez. Heads it down to Cano, middle of the field. Cano turns and plays it in the air to the near side. Brought down by Serrano outside of the box. Serrano left foot across toward Mushagalusa. Headed away by a, a Elbis, I believe. And that is going to end the first half. So Louisville City cannot answer, though they did try right before heading to the locker room break after conceding a goal technically in stoppage time right past the 45-minute mark when Rolando Gonzalez struck from a free kick. And we will head to the locker room with Atlante in the lead by a score of one to nothing over Louisville City FC in this international friendly exhibition at Lynn Family Stadium. The Breeze Airways Halftime Report comes your way next. It's Louisville City Soccer that you're listening to tonight on ESPN 680 and 105.7. A lot of things are better when they're fast. Medicine that's fast acting. I feel better already. Internet that's lightning fast. (laughs) Food you can cook fast. Popcorn's done. But one thing that's not better when it's fast is driving. Because driving too fast endangers your life and the lives of others. Not so fast, Kentucky. Please obey the speed limit. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Nance and Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nance and Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nanceandcraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nance and Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. 
At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, you think we need any more seltzers? We could probably use some more. Hey, Eddie, get some more seltzers, too. Before you head out for that summer fling, stop by Cox's Spirit Shop to pick up all your party supplies. We've got all your favorite cooler beverages from cold craft beers, hard seltzers, and lots of pre-mixed party cocktails. When you can only make one stop, you know where to go. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome in to the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Breeze Airways, nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breezeway. Atlante FC out of Mexico City traveling north today to take on Louisville City in a friendly. And they have the halftime lead, one to nothing, courtesy of a first-half goal scored by Rolando Gonzalez. Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield alongside... Live here from Lynn Family Stadium. Casey, it's been the story all year for Louisville City. The lack of goal scoring and more to the point, the lack of punch. It's not just that they're not finishing chances. It's that they're not generating chances. And that seemed to be the story in that first half as well. Louisville City really without very many opportunities. I thought in the first nine or ten minutes they were the better team. But then after that, the final 35 minutes of that first half, Atlante was better they had the better chances they forced to stay from Danny Fondes they had a shot going to the side netting and then they score in stoppage time right before the halftime break yeah I mean even though they were still the better team in the first 10 minutes they didn't have any shots or I don't think there's been a single shot on goal they haven't forced Hernandez to really have to do anything the only shots that Louisville City has had have been from outside the 18 yard box and while that's great I'm excited that we're shooting the ball I mean there's it's not threatening whatsoever and so I, I mean I'm a bit disappointed because I really feel like there is no offensive threat at all for Louisville City I don't think there has been a chance in this game where I've been like oh yeah they, they should have scored this one or that was a great opportunity that was one was so close the services haven't even been that great the play in the final third hasn't been that great when they get there it's it's not like they're exciting to watch when they get there, whereas Atlanta on the flip side, when they get into that final third, they're quick with their passes. They're one-two touch. There's a lot of movement happening. There's a lot going on. They're quick in their attack, and that's how they're able to generate those chances. And so it's just a little frustrating for 
Louisville City, who has so much talent offensively, so much ability to still be having these problems, especially in a game where it doesn't matter. This is a perfect game to take risks. We came into the game talking about um, opportunities for individual players. Martin Powell's getting an opportunity to start tonight. Had one really brilliant moment of hold-up play, but outside of that, didn't make an impact on the game, and that continues to be the story with big number 90, the six foot seven signee out of the Netherlands who joined the team midseason. You thought that he would be able to have an impact just simply because of his size. Put the ball up in the box, let him go get it. I can't remember an opportunity all season where that's really been the case, and tonight certainly wasn't the case. And it just feels like he keeps getting chances to prove himself, and he's not really been able to take those chances. We also talk a lot about Isaac Cano, the academy product, the 19-year-old out of Lexington. Had some moments in the first half, a couple of flashes, but really wasn't able to make an impact on the game either. What do you make about any individual performances that stand out from that first half? I mean, offensively, I really don't think there have been very many performances that have said. I don't think there's been really many players that I've been, wow, they really have done great. I think Cano in the first 10, 15 minutes when Lou City was really pushing forward and doing well, I thought he really contributed a lot. But once Lou City was kind of going on that, they weren't the one generating most of the play, we really didn't see a whole lot from him. I think Brian Ombi did well when he was in, but again, they couldn't find him that often out on the wing. Paulo Del Piccolo has been a force in the midfield, <laughs> I think is a way to put it. I think he needs to kind of control himself a bit. I think Mogel has done well at the center back. I think Dom a few times have been a bit too aggressive out on the wing. I think Jimenez has been good out on the sideline, but I, it, there's no, they've all just been good. They've just been, they've been good. It hasn't been anyone where I'm like, yes, that player is going to be man of the match. They've been great. It's been their best game. I haven't really seen a standout performance so far. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I'm, I'm in 100% agreeance with you. I think if there is a performance that stands out, it was Paolo Del Piccolo in the first half. <laughs> and it's fiery. His committing about three fouls that were, that were pretty late, uh, including one that got him a yellow card, which is always pretty hard to do in a friendly. Uh, might have had another yellow card tackle yeah, as well yeah. if it were a regular season game. No stats to give you. There are no live stats for the game. No stat keeper here for the international friendly, the exhibition match, so we can't use any numbers to back up the points we're making. But it did seem, Casey, that Atlante was the better team and probably deserved to go on to the halftime locker room break in the lead. As we mentioned, unlimited substitutions. We've already seen a few subs for both teams in the first half, and you can bet that we're going to see a bunch in the second half. Louisville City has 17 players available off the bench in addition to the two that already came in. So there were 19 on the bench tonight for Louisville City, 17 of them that have yet to come into the game. I bet we'll see a good number of them, including several Academy products. Adelante, they made one change in the first half. Likely to see 11 players on the bench. Many of those will come in in the second half as well. So look forward to lots of subs, lots of different changes, lots of different combinations out there on the field. And for Louisville City, some new faces as well. Some guys whose names we'll be learning in the second half. Some academy products that have yet to see the field for Lou City very often this season. Let's step aside on the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. We'll chat a little, bit, a little bit about racing Louisville. They're off this week, but they got a big one coming up in the Challenge Cup on Friday night. We'll talk about that when we return. Again, the score at the break. It's Atlante 1, Louisville City nothing. You're listening to it on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. 
So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Holiday World and Splash and Safari, sometimes free takes a little convincing, especially with dads. Free parking? That's how they get you. They're just naturally suspicious of free stuff. Free soft drinks! Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's how they get you. But after a day of fun on the world's longest water coasters and our 400 drone light show, dads come around. At Holiday World, we get you. We're just not out to get you. That's why there's... Get tickets at HolidayWorld.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Louisville City fans, this is Danny Cruz. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. One to nothing at halftime in favor of Atlante in this international friendly. The next opportunity you have after tonight to see some soccer here at Lynn Family Stadium is coming up on Friday night. Racing Louisville back in action after a midsummer break. They host the Chicago Red Stars in the Challenge Cup. That is a 7 o'clock kickoff on Friday night. Why 7 o'clock? Because at 9 o'clock, Team USA begins their World Cup against Vietnam. And you can watch it here at Lynn Family Stadium. There's going to be a watch party here after that Challenge Cup game. So that would be a very, will be rather, a very memorable night of soccer. You can watch Racing Louisville in action in person and then watch Team USA in action on the big screen. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City is the phone number. That's going to be a really fun night, Casey. Yeah, and I mean, you got a, a good opponent in Chicago. They've really been struggling this season with finding goals. Their back line has been shaky, so a great opportunity for racing to come out and get a good win in front of the home crowd and then to be able to watch the one and only Savannah DeBella potentially get her World Cup debut. Fingers crossed. All things hoping, putting good vibes into the universe because I really think it could happen for her. Speak it into existence, I am. I'm going to talk about it all week so that way it's going to happen because it's going to happen. But be able to watch her on the big screen around all the fans. It's going to be such a cool environment. you got to be here. And again, Racing Louisville, they've had a ton of success in that Challenge Cup. They currently lead their group. That is a group that includes Chicago, Kansas City, and Houston. And Racing Louisville, the only team to not take a loss, or rather, the only team to win every game, I should say. There are a couple teams that haven't taken losses, but they're the only team to win every game so far in the Challenge Cup. So an opportunity for Racing Louisville to continue that momentum Friday night, 7 o'clock, the U.S. game at 9 o'clock. 
A double dip of action at Lynn Family Stadium. Racing, LouFC.com slash tickets are 502 Lou City. When we come back, the second half will be underway. Atlante against Lou City in the international friendly here on ESPN Louisville. Hi, if you are 16 years of age or older and drive a car and like you to listen closely to this commercial, notice anything unusual, anything out of the ordinary? Well, if you're a smart motorist and I believe that you are, you will have grasped that I'm going entirely too fast, much, much too fast. And you are no doubt asking yourself, why such a high rate of speed? Perhaps you even find this commercial annoying. But when you're behind the wheel, going too fast isn't just annoying. It's dangerous. Not just to you, but to everyone on the road. Not so fast, Kentucky. Please, obey the speed limit. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. We are in the thick of summer, and with the hottest days of the year ahead, you're about to find out how strong your cooling system is. And if you find out that it's not ready for the long summer, then call DFH Company, 968-6222. Right now, when you buy a complete train HVAC system, receive 18-month special financing and a 10-year parts and labor warranty. It's hard to stop a train, so call DFH, 968-6222, or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. Louder than life, September 21st through the 24th in Louisville with Food Fighters. Green Day. Tool. Avenged Sevenfold. Godsmack. Biscuit, Pantera, Queens of the Stone Age, Weezer, Megadeth, Turnstile, and many more. Get your passes on sale now at LouderThanLifeFestival.com. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Louisville City fans, this is Oscar Jimenez. Tune into Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players just like me. Welcome back. Substitutions for both teams at halftime. For Louisville City, Amadou Dia has come into the game to play at left center back, pushing Carlos Mogel forward into the midfield. Gibson giving way in that midfield for Louisville City. And then Elijah Winder also coming into the game for Lou City, replacing Paolo Del Piccolo, who was booked in the first half. So Dia and Winder on for Lou City. Those substitutions brought to you by Fortna. And on the other side for Atlante, three players have checked in that we've managed to spot so far. Number 19, Edwin Serna. Number 7, Edson Partida. And number 11, Daniel Lahoud. Here comes Louisville City forward, Isaac Cano. Still Isaac Cano goes forward. Isaac Cano in the box. Drops it off to Serrano to the right side. Serrano to Maris. Maris! Oh, he put it over the bar. Absolutely skied it from about eight yards away. All the hard work of Isaac Cano bouncing off of defenders. And Dylan Maris... Really not under much pressure. He was standing mostly by himself, and he tried to hit it first time and scooped it high over the bar and behind for an Atlante goal kick. But an opening opportunity for Lou City, 40 seconds into the half, Casey. Yeah, that that's not acceptable. I'm sorry. I can't even sugarcoat that whatsoever because it's a great 
work there from Cano to cut across. He lays it off to Serrano, a beautiful service from Serrano, puts it on to Maris on a silver platter there right inside the box, and it's just completely unacceptable. Ball clip forward from Ushagalusa into Serrano in the penalty area. Heavy touch from Ushagalusa, though, showed it to Elbis, who takes over deep in the corner, trying to get out of trouble here for Atlante. They're working it down the near side, the right. They send it long. Amadou Dio with a touch into Maris, who gets his touch just in front of Serna. One of the substitutes in Louisville City continues, though Dylan Maris is down holding his left hip after taking one in the hip when he was battling for that loose ball. And play still technically has been blown dead. Or was there a whistle there, Casey? There may have been a whistle. I'm not sure if there was. I don't know if they're just kind of like uh, slowing down the game. Everybody just it? stopped. Yeah. Maris to come back to his feet. He did blow the whistle again, so I guess there was some sort of stoppage called. So a fifth-third free kick here for Lou City, one that uh, is a bit of a puzzler, but it is a fifth-third free kick. Mogel backward to Dia. Dia dribbling forward in the attacking half, tried to link up with Mushigalusa. It was behind him, and here comes Atlante forward with Serna with blonde hair. Number 19 plays it wide right to Velasquez in the attacking half. Down the near sideline, Velasquez to Lahoud. And it's out for an Atlante throw. Lahoud... A talented player who technically is a Lebanese international. He's played three times for Lebanon. Born in Mexico in Veracruz, but to of Lebanese descent. So a full international, one of the few on this team for Atlante. The throw comes in from Atlante. Louisville City takes over along the back line outside the Louisville box. Finally cleared forward by Amadou Dia. Mushigalusa gets his head to it, but can't link up with a teammate. And Elbis, the Brazilian for Atlante goes all the way back to the goalkeeper who remains the same, Humberto Hernandez it appears, he sends it long into the attacking half, brought down by Owen Tom, but the flag went up against Atlante so the whistle goes and that stops play and gives Louisville City a fifth third free kick in their defensive half on the inside right, about 10 yards right of the center circle, again Atlante in the lead 1-0, they scored in stoppage time in the first half to take that lead Fifth third free kick back into play. It is the left back Oscar Jimenez turns and hits it long down the near sideline in the attacking half for Louisville City. Mushigalusa in the final third. Mushigalusa by himself. One runner to aim at in the middle. Serrano. Mushigalusa standing on the ball. Now plays it backward to Jimenez. Jimenez inside right to Elijah Winder. Tried to clip it through to Isaac Cano, but uh, couldn't get that pass right. And Cano wasn't exactly making the run either. And it'll roll into the feet of Hernandez, the 37-year-old goalkeeper for Atlante. Finally picks the ball up and rolls it to his left to Jonathan Sanchez. Again, a player who spent last season on loan with Pumas in the top division in Liga MX. It's out for an Atlante throw now on the far side. They're left in their defensive half. And I feel like the second half has started a little bit more open than the first half. And there's a lot more space in the middle of the field for both teams to be able to exploit Great crowd on hand as well, especially a, a friendly that was not scheduled at the beginning of the year for Louisville City. I would imagine we're north of at least 8,500 tonight. We'll get the official attendance number a little bit later. Here comes Lou City winning the ball back after that throw. It's Elijah Winder, 30 yards from goal, dribbling forward. He's tripped up from behind, and it's a foul. Gonzalez, the goal scorer in the first half for Atlante, was late with that challenge as young Elijah Winder was making his way towards the Atlante box, and it'll give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick on the inside right, about 28 yards, nearly 30 yards away from goal. And Carlos Mogel looked like Casey, that he was trying to size this up to maybe put on he was standing there looking at the goal. It's definitely within a shooting distance, but it's going to be a very difficult shot because it is a little bit further out, so it has to be a pretty much perfect shot 
to go uh, in, in the back of the net. I would think a more of a service might be a little bit more beneficial, maybe putting one to the back post and seeing if your teammates can get on the end of it. But regardless, it's in a very dangerous area because you could take a shot here. I think if Lancaster was in, it definitely would be within Lancaster's shooting distance. We're going to have a pause before we do get this free kick because Velasquez for Atlante is down on the ground receiving treatment here. So we'll have a little bit of period for Mogel to stand over and size it up. He's in conversation here with Oscar Jimenez. A youngster, Mogel, out of the academy for Louisville City. Started the game as a center back. The 20-year-old standing with Oscar Jimenez, who will turn 34 this November. So a couple of generations in conversation about this free kick and a couple of generations from a Louisville City perspective as well. Jimenez signing with the team in 2017 and Mogel, the academy product, joining the squad last year. Velasquez to his feet. He'll come off the field for a moment. So Atlante down to 10 men, but it looks like Velasquez is going to try and stay into the game. We're in the 52nd minute. Atlante in front one to nothing, but this free kick for Louisville City in a dangerous position. And again, Carlos Mogel looks determined to put this on target, just the way his body language, what his body language is saying here. Referee blows his whistle. It is Mogel. He does go for goal, and it's wide. Into the advertising boards, past the left post from Hernandez's perspective. Mogel with good bend on that ball, trying to aim for what looked like the bottom corner, but just not on target. And Hernandez watched it sail wide. It's a goal kick. Yeah, he makes great contact on the ball, picks out his target, just isn't able to really put it on frame there. I think that probably is one of the most dangerous looks on goal, even though it wasn't even on goal, that Lou City has had so far. City wins the ball back from the goal kick. Mogel in the midfield plays it to the man who replaced him on the back line, Dia. Ball forward on the ground. Jimenez lets it roll through his legs. Mushaglusa just outside of the box to the left, dribbling in. Mushaglusa on his right foot into Mares, brings it down to the penalty spot. Knocked off his feet. Jimenez has a hit from distance, and he just got it all wrong off the side of his foot. It'll stand play on the far sideline. Dom keeps it alive. Dom's cross, and it's gathered by Hernandez, the goalkeeper. Fell to Jimenez for Lou City, trying to hit it first time, and it was nowhere near the goal. Stayed in play on the far sideline. Dom trying to get the cross in from the inline, and the goalkeeper gobbled it up. Yeah, not really the best contact there from Jimenez, but Dom does really well to keep that in, and I think his service is nice into the box. There's just no one making that near post run. Atlante forward now. They have it with Serna in the attacking half, one of the halftime substitutes. They go all the way back to Elbis to the left of the center circle. Elbis wide left here to the far sideline. It's now Serna on the inside left. Back to Elbis. Winder coming up to chase the ball down. Elbis has to go all the way back to Hernandez, who's playing 15 yards out of his box. Now to Sanchez on the near sideline. The center back tried to play forward on the ground for Lahoud. And it's through his legs, and it'll roll out past the near sideline for a throw to Loose City. The near side there left in the Loose City defensive half. It'll be Jimenez to take the throw quickly in to Danny Fondez, one of the heroes of last year's playoff run. Made a huge save in the Eastern Conference semifinal penalty shootout victory over the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. He's been relegated to backup duty this year with Oliver Zimla taking over the number one job. And he's already made a save once tonight. Foul whistle goes against Atlante. Gives a fifth-third free kick to Lou City. Just a couple of yards into the attacking half on the near side. The Lou City left. Jimenez standing over it. He'll take it. 
looking for an option. Plays it down the near sideline for Maris to chase. Down near the corner flag, he retrieves it. Dylan Maris, two defenders near him, trying to dribble through them. It's out of play past the inline, and it's a corner. Dylan Maris did pretty well there to win a corner for his team, and the Wi-Fi corner will come from the near side, the left for Loose City. Yeah, Maris does very well there. He's completely trapped in that corner kick. He tries to split the two defenders, but does well to earn the corner kick for his team. Now, this is a great opportunity for Lucy to get their first shot on target. Atlante leading it one to nothing. We've played nine minutes in the second half. From the near side of the left, Oscar Jimenez stands over and swinger off his right foot. Here it comes into the air toward the back post, punched away by the goalkeeper Hernandez. It'll come to Serrano, 30 yards from goal. Here's his cross back into the mixer towards Musha Galusa, headed behind by Atlantes Gonzalez. It's another Wi-Fi corner, once again from the near side of the left. That is excellent goalkeeping there from Humberto Hernandez. Very, very good goalkeeping. Coming in, commanding his box and punching that away because there was a loose city player there on that back post trying to get his head on it. Here it comes again from Jimenez to the back post once again, looking for Cano, headed away there by Partida for Atlante. It'll be retrieved in the center circle by Dia for loose city. And the attack's still on. Dia dribbles around one Atlante defender. Plays it on the ground to Mogel, wide left. Mogel inside left, Cano, heavy touch. Knocked off of his feet, but it's picked up by Mushagalusa on the near sideline. On his right foot, Mushagalusa walking backwards. Plays it backward to Dia, still in the attacking half on the near sideline. Dia backwards under pressure from Lahoud all the way to Ramsey Kowazmi in the defensive half. Plays it to his right to Danny Fondez, who's 30 yards out of his box. Forward to the right of the center circle, Dylan Maris. Loose City still in the defensive half. Maris back to Kowazmi. And Lou City patiently trying to continue this attack. Kawazmi to the near sideline to Dia. Dia steps on the ball, rolls it inside, right plays it across field on the ground to Kawazmi, the right center back. Kawazmi back to Dia, the left center back. They're 10 yards outside of the Louisville box. Under pressure from Lahoud, back to Fondez in the Louisville box. On the ground, down the middle, Mariz. Mariz turns, plays it wide left to Dia, who has space. Dia charging forward. Near midfield, clips it in the air, down the near sideline. Isaac Cano will give chase, but Jonathan Sanchez is there first. Sanchez tripped up by Cano. He wants a foul as he goes back to the goalkeeper, Hernandez. Hernandez sends it long down the inside right. Dia up to win the header. Header from Mogel. Cannot find a teammate. It comes to the near sideline. Back to Atlante to Velasquez. Velasquez dribbling forward. His pass intercepted by Mariz. Knocked down and picked up by Mushigalusa. Luce City on it. Mushigalusa through to Serrano and just a bit too heavy. A great idea. Had the excitement of the fans, but Serrano just couldn't catch up to that pass, and Umberto Hernandez falls on it. It was a great ball through. It just was either too hard for for Serrano to let run and a little bit too high for Serrano to get a touch on. So if it was kind of in between the two, I think it would have been absolutely perfect, but a really good run from Serrano to cut across that back line and a good look there for Mushigalusa to find him. Serrano was working hard on the far sideline, trying to win it back for Lou City. And it goes out, last touch by him for an Atlante throw on the far side, their left. We're in the 57th minutes, about to be the 58th. Atlante in the lead, one to nothing in this international friendly, the second ever played by Louisville City. Foul here against the boys in purple as Mogel was battling with Lahoud, and Lahoud draws the foul, number 10. Again, the Lebanese international. He's played three times for the country of his heritage, but he was born in Mexico and has played his entire career in Mexico. Free kick to Atlante at midfield. They go backward to Elvis and further backward to Hernandez playing out of his box, the goalkeeper. 
Back to Elbis on the left side. Serrano coming forward to the far sideline now. Decent stuff here from Atlante. They're into the attacking half with some numbers. Ball across, cut out by Oscar Jimenez. Picked up by Mogel in the middle of the field. And here comes Lou City, maybe with an opportunity to break with numbers. Serrano over the top, pass too heavy. Musha Galusa was the only player forward to chase it, and it was about 15 yards in front of him. Back to the goalkeeper, Hernandez. A couple of opportunities, Casey, where Louisville City just can't get that final pass right. Yeah, and you can just sense the frustration of the players, and you can hear it in the fans, too. It's, it is extremely frustrating because the runs there, the ideas are there. They just are not executing correctly there. It's a simple through ball to Mushigalusa, and they're trying to make it cheeky by chipping it, by putting spe- – like, just play the ball through. Don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Ball forward looking for Lahoud here. Lahoud bringing it down just outside of the Louisville box. Back to Velasquez. Maybe an opportunity to cross. Instead, he goes wide right to Lahoud. Scoops it in with his left foot to Serna. Serna – Brings it down, drops it off to Ramirez. Now back wide right to LaHood. Atlante looking to double the lead here. LaHood goes backwards, though, to Metza. Metza further backward to Sanchez, just to the right of the center circle. Sanchez back to Metza on the near sideline. Metza forward to Velasquez. Velasquez inside right, it goes to LaHood, a left-footed player, dribbling on his preferred left foot. Forward it goes here to uh, Rotskoff, wide left now, an opportunity to cross outside of the box. Driven cross in, knocked down, punched away by Danny Fondez at the near post and cleared away by Elijah Winder for Lou City. Headed backward by Cano. Jimenez ahead to try and get it out of trouble, but Atlante wins the ball back. Clipped over the top from Velasquez to LaHood, trying to work against Dia. Falls now to Serna's shot is blocked on its way through, and wide right it goes behind for a corner to Atlante. The ball fell kindly there to Edwin Serna. He drove through it with his right foot. It was deflected out for a corner to Atlante. It'll come from the far side there left. Absolutely excellent goalkeeping there from Danny Fondez to come out on Roscoff who's making that near post run. Fondez beats him to it and really makes a great save and I think on that shot there that was deflected I think Fondez had the far post covered so I don't think that one would have ended up in the back of the net going to be an outswinging ball off the left foot of an Atlante player here in the corner. Driven in towards the penalty spot, hooked in towards goal, headed out by Elijah Winder and a secondary clearance from Dylan Maris. He popped it a mile into the air, didn't quite get to midfield. Metza a header back down the left side looking for Gonzalez, the goal scorer. Gonzalez battling with Dom. Gonzalez gets the better of Dom. Here's Gonzalez in the box. Gonzalez shot, blocked by Kowazmi. And then the rebound is controlled by Serrano. Serrano will clear it away for Louisville City. His clearance finds Elijah Winder, but Winder can't control it. Elbies picks it up. Elbies takes a shot from 50 yards, and it is well wide of Danny Fondez's goal, and it's a goal kick to Lou City. I really have no idea how, Gun- or how Gonzalez kept that ball in play there. He was dancing across that inline there, barely able to keep it in. He does well, and I think Louisville City kind of on their heels a little bit right now defensively. It's been all Atlante, and they haven't been able to build out of the back. Atlante's pressure has been very good. Oh, here comes Lou City. They've got numbers. Mushaglusa through to Serrano. He's going to get onto it in the penalty area, but to the right side. Serrano trying to play it back to Mushaglusa. The ball just in front of him and cleared away by Ramirez. It's going to be a throw to Louisville City on the near side, the left. Again, Lou City without a proper center forward right now. And Mushagalusa just couldn't get, you know, get on the end of that ball. Jimenez into Maris. Back to Jimenez. Jimenez shot, and it's saved by Umberto Hernandez. And he'll keep it in play. He just calmed it down. The veteran goalkeeper knocked it down, and now he finally picks it up. But Oscar Jimenez, by my count, Casey, the first shot on target for Louisville City. That is the first shot on target, but the ball that 
Mushigalusa plays through to Serrano, it still wasn't a great pass. And that's the problem right now. Ray Serrano, if it's a good pass, he's one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper, but he completely overhits it and pushes Serrano out wide, so then there's nothing Serrano can do. So it's just, again, extremely frustrating because the, if the pass is better, the offense is going to be better. Lucidi's going to go to the bench here. We're just past the hour mark, one to nothing. our score. Actually, both teams are going to go to the bench. We'll start with Louisville City. It's going to be Jabari Rashid coming in in place of Oscar Jimenez and Cameron Lancaster to replace Isaac Cano. Jabari Rashid, an academy product who was signed to a USL Academy contract after playing against Kaiser Slattern in the first international friendly. And Cameron Lancaster, we of course know as the all-time leading goal scorer for Lou City. Those substitutions brought to you by Fortna. And then Atlante, they've got five subs they're getting ready to make, but they have not made them yet. Ball back in play after the Louisville City subs. Knocked back towards the Louisville City half. Kawazmi will chase it down. And Kawazmi has it just outside of the Louisville box. Plays it into Jabari Rashid for Louisville City. Is a commitment to the University of Kentucky on an academy contract that allows him to retain his collegiate eligibility. A center back playing at left center back right now. Plays it to Kawazmi, does Rashid. Kawazmi on the inside, right forward to Serrano. Back to Kawazmi, drifting toward the Louisville goal. To the right side now, Carlos Mogel playing as a right back. Mogel, ball over the top to Lancaster. Flag goes up. Offside called against Cameron Lancaster. And it'll be a free kick here to Atlante. And they're going to make those substitutions now. Again, in this friendly, unlimited subs. We're going to see a lot of different players in the second half for both teams. And Atlante now able to make a quintet of substitutions. With the goalkeeper. Don't forget the goalkeeper. Indeed. Uh, so six substitutions. I didn't even see that goalkeeper down there. You're right, Casey. We'll try and bring them to you as best we can. The goalkeeper coming on is Fernando Hernandez. So Hernandez on for Hernandez there. And other substitutions set to come in. Diego Cruz, number three. Let's see. Rafael Duran, number nine. Eric Cantu, number 15. Number 13, Maximilio Garcia. 17. Leonardo Mejia. Thanks 34. For, thanks for that one, Casey. Yep. Oh, we, we continue on. Edgar. <laughs> like, uh, trying to get all of them. Edgar Make Jimenez. Sure everybody gets a chance. Number 34 is Edgar Jimenez. So all six of those substitutions for Atlante brought to you by Fortnite in the 64th minute here. We'll try to identify the players as they come into action in the game. By my count, just one player left on the bench, according to the sheet we were given before the game for Atlante. So only one substitution may be left for the visitors tonight. They've got the ball on the far sideline. It's out for a Louisville City throw. It'll be taken here by Owen Dom, the right back into the attacking half. Lancaster trying to hold it up against Sanchez. Sanchez with a high boot. Lancaster goes down, and Sanchez immediately books. And he's arguing at the referee here. So some fiery moments in this Exhibition, which means nothing to either team. Jonathan Sanchez shown a world of beer yellow card in the 65th minute. Lancaster, the recipient of that high boot to the face, he appears to be okay. He's back to his feet. It's a fifth third free kick for Louisville City near midfield on the inside right. And I feel like the yellow card wasn't for necessarily the play on Lancaster. I think it was the reaction that Sanchez had following that, the way that he yelled. So I really would be interested to hear what he yelled at the referee because clearly there was no hesitation once he yelled that the referee went to his pocket and pulled out the yellow. Edgar Jimenez with the ball here for Atlante. He clears it off of a Louisville City player at the midfield stripe. It's out for an Atlante throw. 
that Diego Cruz will take. Looks like he's lined up as a right back, number three. Infield, it goes to Serna. One of the forwards dropping deep back to Cruz. Tried to clip with the outside of his right foot down the near sideline. It's intercepted by Amadou Dia. Battle for possession. Out of the crowd comes Mushagalusa. Trying to dribble down the near sideline. Taken off of his feet. It nearly went on the play. It stayed in play, though. No, it didn't. Referee did blow his whistle there to signal a, a throw to Louisville City. On the near side, there left at the midfield stripe. Dia will take the throw. Four of the boys in purple standing in front of Danny Cruz in the Louisville City technical area. Dia's throw comes in now into the middle of the field on the defensive half as Kawazmi turns and plays it with his right foot to Dom on the right side. Dribbling forward as Dom tried to play it through to Serrano, intercepted by Atlante, and here comes Atlante in the white shirts outside of the box. Cutting it in on his right foot is Partida. Partida goes down and falls to Lahoud. His shot is closed down and blocked by Dom. Loose ball picked up on the near sideline by Edgar Jimenez. He plays it backward and gives it away. It's retrieved by Lancaster. Loose City maybe with an opportunity to come forward. Lancaster picks up his head, plays the ball across to the right side. Serrano in the attacking half. Here's Serrano coming forward. Still Ray Serrano dribbling in towards the box on the inside right. Outside is Elijah Winder, but the pass not on target. Cantu intercepts for Atlante. He plays it up the far sideline where Serrano retrieves, but Serrano can't keep it alive. He touches it out of play, and it's a throw to Atlante on the far side. Atlante is left in their defensive half. It's a good idea to break out that right side, but Serrano just releases Elijah Winder just a second too early, and because he releases him too early, it allows the defender to be able to step in and intercept that one. If he holds on to it for a second longer and allows Winder to continue to make that run and then tries to play him in, he gives Winder a chance to be able to get on the end of it and then for there to be a chance for a cross to come in. So again, just coming down to the timing and the weight of those last passes. 67th, now 68th minutes. Atlante in front, one to nothing. They play a ball over the top, looking for the run of Rafael Duran. And Duran offside. Flag goes up. Fifth third free kick to Louisville City in the defensive half here. On the inside right, about eight yards in from the far sideline, maybe 20 yards from the midfield stripe. It'll be Ramsey Kawazmi to put it back in play. He does now on the ground. Backward to Danny Fondez for Lou City. Now Jabari Rashid, the left center back, the academy product. Back to Fondez to the right of the D. Long ball from Fondez, and he can't connect cleanly with the ball. It's out of play on the far sideline. A throw here to Atlante with 22 and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this game. Atlante has had the better of the chances, and they have a goal that they scored in stoppage time in the first half. One to nothing is the score in favor of the team from Mexico City. They have the ball now along the far sideline. Maximiliano Garcia. Plays it all the way backward to a teammate now. Back to the goalkeeper, Fernando Hernandez. He gives it away. Adia playing well forward. Dia through to Lancaster. Can he get onto it? No, the pass was poor. Lancaster battling for possession on the far sideline. He's going to come down with it, and the attack's still on for Lou City. Lancaster deep near the corner. Inside right is Serrano. Serrano a heavy touch. Showed it to Atlante, and they come out with it. Atlante with Partida. Partida in the middle to Garcia. Back to Partida on the far sideline. His pass, though, deflected by Serrano, and it falls to Kawasby on the end. But once again, the final ball just needed to be better there for Lou City, Casey. Continues, though, for Lou City. Serrano outside of the box. His cross in towards Mushigalusa. Cleared away by Atlante. It's out for a Lou City throw on the far side of the right. I mean, that's what, the fourth or fifth opportunity now to where if the pass is just a smidgen better or if the run is just a little bit quicker, anticipating it a bit more, it's, it's a completely different result. And so just frustrating that the ideas and stuff are there. The execution just isn't good enough. Throw into Mushigalusa. Clips it out back to Dom. Dom, left-footed cross into Lancaster, trying to bring it down over his shoulder, and just he had a heavy touch, a very awkward position. And acrobatically, Lancaster trying to bring the ball down out of the air about 
halfway on his hip, really, where his foot was. And he just couldn't bring it down cleanly. It falls into the hands of Hernandez, the goalkeeper, who took a lot of time on the ball, and he gives it away again. But Elijah Winder, heavy touch off his chest, gave it back to Atlante. And Louisville City can't do anything with the near giveaway there. Ball does fall back to Louisville City along the back line. Jabari Rashid drifting toward his own box. Plays it backward there to Danny Fondez. Fondez back to Rashid. There's a giveaway from Fondez. Chance for Atlante to double the lead. And in the middle, Lahoud taps it in. And Daniel Lahoud scores for Atlante to make it 2-0 in favor of the visitors. And Danny Fondez has to be very frustrated with himself there. He just gave the ball away. Under some pressure, tried to play it on the ground to his left center back, the academy product, Rashid. The pass not really very close to Rashid. Quickly turned over. And a simple finish for Lahoud. And Atlante leads it 2-0 over Louisville City in the 71st minutes. And I think what's frustrating is Fondas has had such a good game so far. I think with his feet coming out, playing in possession, and then also some of the saves that he's made to keep this game within reach for Louisville City, he's had a very good game. So to have such a poor giveaway like that is just extremely disappointing. And now Louisville City definitely has their work cut out for them in these next 20 minutes plus stoppage time. We mentioned Dos Acero. It is Dos Acero right now in favor of the team from Mexico over the team from the United States. Atlante leading Louisville City. 20 minutes to go, as Casey mentioned, plus stoppage time. Here comes Elijah Winder after the ball was dummied through by Serrano. Elijah Winder continues his run to the inline. Winder cuts it back into the box. Nifty stuff. Tried to clip it through to Lancaster. It was cut out by Atlante. Here's Owen Dom with it on the far sideline for Louisville City. Still in the attacking half, and Dom just dribbled out of bounds. It's a throw to Atlante on the far side. The left, really great work there, though, from Elijah Winder. Dribbling to the inline, about 30 yards, and then cutting it back, getting past the defender, just couldn't get that final ball. No, it's excellent work from Winder. It's just like when he cuts it back, his touch is just a little bit too strong. It's good to beat the defender, but where he is in, in on the field, that big of a cut really is going to hurt him because it's going to allow the defenders to be able to step in, and that's what we saw happen there. So really unfortunate for Winder. Lancaster turning and hitting the ball out of the air after it was clipped to him by Serrano, and that's 20 yards over the bar. And out for a Louisville City, I beg your pardon, an Atlante goal kick. Going to have another sub here for Lou City. It's going to be another Academy product coming into the game. Number 76, Nick Harshaw is going to come on to replace Dylan Mariz in the midfield. Harshaw committed to Purdue-Fort Wayne. Scored in the preseason for Louisville City when they played a tune-up against St. Louis City. That was actually not the preseason. It was last year in the bye week before the playoffs, if you remember. They played St. Louis City in a friendly just to keep the legs fresh. And Harshaw scored in that game. So Nick Harshaw, a Purdue-Fort Wayne commitment comes on and makes an appearance for Louisville City in this international friendly. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. Atlante, Atlante with the ball, rather. They've got it with Serna. Now into the middle it goes to a teammate. Back into the defensive half. Here it goes to Eric Cantu. Still with Cantu. He's the left center back. Cantu backward to Fernando Hernandez, the backup goalkeeper, wears number one on his back, plays it over to Sanchez, the right center back, who has played all 73 minutes so far for Atlante. Sanchez forward to Serna, chests it down under pressure from Kawazmi, and Kawazmi called for a foul. Pushed from behind with Serna, and Kawazmi whistled for the foul. It's a free kick to Atlante in their attacking half, about five yards past the midfield strike to the right of the center circle. 
Yeah, no question about that. He just comes in way too hard, and he has hands in the back. And anytime a ref sees the defender with hands in the back and a little bit of a push motion, it's always going to be called a foul. On the far sideline with it is Garcia, Maximiliano Garcia, into the middle to Leandro Mejia. Back to Garcia on the far side, touched away off his feet by Serrano, a turnover. Here comes Luce City. Lancaster swirling around to keep possession alive. Still he goes. Lancaster dribbling across the field into the middle. Plays it wide right to Mushigalusa. Back to Lancaster inside left. Wide left Mushigalusa dribbling forward and a sliding challenge and a good one from Cruz to take it off the feet of Mushigalusa on the left side of the box. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side there left in the attacking final third. Good combination play though between Lancaster and Mushigalusa. Nice runs off the ball. Mushigalusa does well to check back and get the ball from Lancaster. And then a good 1-2 leading to another 1-2. It's going to set up for a nice long throw though for Amadou Dia. Hopefully Louisville City will be able to get something off of this throw. As you say, Casey, Casey Dia setting up for this long throw. He's got about a 10-yard run up. They do this off in Louisville City. Here comes the throw in the air toward the near post, towards Elijah Winder, headed out by an Alante player. It'll fall back to Dia. Right-footed ball into Carlos Mogel. Backward it goes to Kowazmi in the attacking half. He'll play it in the air back to the near sideline. Here's Dia once again. He chests it down on the left, looking to maybe cross with his left foot. Running in front of him is Harshaw, the player that just checked in. Instead, Dia dribbles to the end line. A good cross, punched away by the goalkeeper, Hernandez. That punch will come out of the box to the far sideline. That's the right side for Louisville City. Dom will keep it in play. Touches it backward to Kawazmi on the inside right, 15 yards into the attacking half. Kawazmi wide right on the far sideline. It goes to Serrano. Serrano dribbling forward. Still he goes. Now he's running with the ball. Hits a cross high into the air. Across the face of goal. It'll bounce in the box. No one on the end of it except for an Atlante player. They cleared away, but Dia keeps it alive for Lou City. Dia to Mushigalusa. Gets the best of his defender. His cross towards the penalty spot. Steered away by Sanchez. It'll come to Harshaw on the near sideline. The attack's still on for Lou City. Harshaw on his right foot. Inside left it goes to Mogel. Mogel back to Harshaw. Continues run across the top of the box. Back to Mogel. A shot from distance. And the goalkeeper makes a comfortable save. About 28, 29 yards from goal there. Carlos Mogel. Tried to hit it with his right foot. Didn't get much power on the shot. And Hernandez easily in front of it. But I like the movement from Harshaw there. Coming out wide to support the wing players. And then continuing his run across the face of the 18-yard the box to be able to link up play there. The movement, the energy that he's bringing is really good. Ball went forward for Atlante. It was out for a foul. Or stopped for a foul. And we're going to have a substitution here as Jack Travis is going to come into the game for Louisville City, another academy player. He'll replace Owen Dom as the right back. Travis coming in, played in the preseason against Nashville. Now he gets action in this friendly. So Travis on Dom off that substitution brought to you by Fortna. Atlante with the ball in the attacking half. Cruz as he goes backward to Sanchez. Atlante in front, 2-0 over Louisville City here at Lynn Family Stadium with 14 minutes to go plus stoppage time. It's all the way back to Hernandez, the goalkeeper. He stands outside of his box. Lancaster finally jogging forward with some pressure. Long ball forward. It's headed down on the far sideline into the middle, looking for the run there of number nine for Atlante. That is Duran, but he can't catch up to it, and Fondez claims it. He rolls it forward to Kowazmi, who plays it back on the ground to Fondez to the right of the penalty spot in the Louisville box. Touches the ball forward. He has plenty of time and space. Fondez looking long, hits it long in the air down the middle for Mogel, who made the run forward. Headed away by a, an Atlante player to Sanchez. He turns and clips it forward. Rashid does well against, that was once again, Duran. 
And Rashid just shielding Duran away from the ball, and it rolls into the hands of Fondez. Fondez throws it down the middle to Serrano. Serrano, under some pressure, does neatly to keep possession. Plays it back to Fondez, though, in the box. Fondez returns it to Serrano. Playing along the back line now. Serrano just dropping back to get the ball. Plenty of time and space to run into. Here he comes forward into the center circle. Wide right it goes to Kawazmi on the far sideline. He'll touch it into the attacking half. Ramsey Kawazmi. Still he goes on. Kawazmi 20 yards past midfield. Far sideline it goes to Smith, the substitute. Back into the middle of the field, Elijah Winder across from right to left to Dia, playing 20 yards in the attacking half. Dia wide left now to Mushrigalusa. Dribbling in is Mushrigalusa outside of the box. Right foot across to the back post towards Serrano. He checked back his run. It's headed out by Adlante. Loose in the middle of the field, just outside of the Adlante box. And a foul goes against Louisville City. And that'll give Atlante a free kick on the inside left about 30 yards from their goal. Atlante's goal, I say. And we're going to have a substitution here. In the 78th, now the 79th minute, it will be for Atlante. And it is a player that is not listed on the roster that was given to us before the game. So Beto appears to be his last name. Beta. Beto. 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 Well, let's call him Beto. What do you yes, say? Yes, that's what it says on the back of his jersey, so that's what we're going to go with since he is um, not listed. Number 32, Beto, is going to come on in place of Edwin Serna. Serna, one of the substitutes that came on in the second half. So that substitution, Beto on for Serna, brought to you by Fortna in the 79th minute. Atlante's free kick. They knock it back to Hernandez, the goalkeeper. And now they've got it along their back line with Eric Cantu to the far sideline. It goes to Garcia, back to Cantu. Smith coming forward with a head full of steam. The youngster running, spending his energy, as you like to see. Chases the ball all the way back to Hernandez, the goalkeeper. He sends it along into the Louisville half. Headed by Dia to midfield, Mushigalusa. A crowd of white shirts around him. He's trying to bring the ball down out of the air, Mushigalusa, and he draws a foul. As Lahoud, who scored the second goal, Commits the foul. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City with 11 minutes to go, plus stoppage time. We failed to remind you about this a moment ago, but let's do it now. You can vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award winner. The poll will be open for the next 10 minutes or so. You can vote on it at twitter.com slash City. Lou City with the ball now. Serrano has had a lot of the ball in the second half, dropping deep. Gives it up to Rashid, the center back. He hits a long ball to the far sideline towards Smith for Lou City. Actually, that's Travis, I beg your pardon. Travis can't control it, and it's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side. I beg your pardon, an Atlante throw on the far side. The Atlante left just a few yards shy of midfield with 10 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Atlante in the lead 2 to nothing. Well, this game has really slowed down quite a bit because it's also spread out so much. Both te- There's so much space in the middle of the field because both teams sitting very, very deep. It's a lot of space to exploit in the middle of the field, so taking a little bit longer in those transitions. Carlos Mogel nearly turned Atlante over, but they were able to win the ball back to visitors tonight. They have it now with Cruz on the right side. Inside, right, it goes to LaHood. He gives it away, trying to back pass it. Lancaster intercepts. Lancaster standing or dribbling with the ball. Clips it over the top down the far side to Travis. He's outside of the box. Into the penalty area goes Travis. Heavy touch, though, showed it to Edson Partita, who picks it up for Atlante, and he clears it forward. LaHood brings it down, middle of the field, still in the defensive half. LaHood to the near side, the right. Here's Edgar Jimenez, who comes forward. Across midfield, back it goes to LaHood. They're in the Louisville half now. Wide right it goes to Cruz. 
Atlante looking to add a third. Cruz dribbling in towards the Louisville box. Still hasn't been picked up, really. Into the middle of the field it goes to Beto, player that just checked in. Beto still with it, just to the right of the D of the Louisville box. It goes to Garcia. Now wide left it goes for Atlante. Here's the cross, deflected on its way through and out for an Atlante corner. On the far side, the left is Partida, number seven. Had that cross. It was deflected by Travis, I believe. And it's an Atlante corner from the far side. The Atlante left with nine minutes to go. And Atlante just patiently moving the ball side to side. I will say, though, when Cameron Lancaster picked the ball up in the middle of the field, he had so much time and space in front of him, but instead he kind of slowed down and cut the ball back. And when he slowed down, he allowed the defense to be able to drop in. I would like to see Lancaster pick the ball up in the middle of the field and attack the back line with speed. That's what he's always been so good at. Before the corner comes in, there's an injury in the box for Louisville City. And they're calling on the trainer now to come check on the player. Haven't identified exactly who it is. Probably, my guess would be Kowazmi because him, Mogel, and Fondez are the only players currently for Louisville City who have started the game. Might just be a cramping situation. You don't want to speculate. Kowazmi, it is him. He springs up to his feet and hobbles off the field. Looking like he's just trying to regain himself. On a hot night, 85-degree temperature at kickoff in the middle of July. You know, humidity is always a factor as well. And Kowazmi off the field now. Temperature has dropped a bit to 80 degrees at 946. Working our way to 10 o'clock. On a Saturday night for this international friendly, the second Louisville City has ever played in the second this season. They're going to make a substitution, Lou City, for the injury. Kawazmi is going to check out, and Manny Perez is going to check in. That substitution in the 83rd minutes in a 2-0 game in favor of Atlante is brought to you by Fortna. Again, the corner coming for Atlante from the far side, the Atlante left. It'll be an in-swinger off the right foot of Maximiliano Garcia. Here it comes in the air, punched away by Danny Fondez out of the box, trying to chase it down for Louisville City was Smith. Actually, that's Harshaw, but Atlante picks it up. Garcia into Beto on the inside left, just outside of the Louisville City box to Partida on the overlap. Well read there by Jack Travis, who clears it out from Louisville City's perspective. It's a throw to Atlante on the far side. The Atlante left in the Louisville City defensive final third. Another great save from Danny Fondez, commanding his box, coming out, making himself big, and not really allowing any threat to come in. Partida's throw into Garcia, back to Partida, defended by Serrano. Partida... On the far sideline, backward it goes to Garcia, drifting toward the Atlante half. Now into their defensive half it goes to one of the center backs that's Cantu. Back to Garcia. Now to the left of the center circle it goes to Leonardo Mejia. Back to Cantu and further backward all the way to the goalkeeper Hernandez. Standing out of his box in the middle of the field. To Sanchez, now the right center back who's played every minute of this game. Ball over the top from him, but it's an errant one. And it's out past the near sideline. A throw to Louisville City on the near side there, left in their defensive half. Louis- of- I'll say, I'm sorry, Louisville City going to have to begin to put some pieces together if they want to be able to at least get a goal in this match. Running out of time here. Fondez, after the throw was into him, he sent it long looking for Travis on the near sideline. It's over Travis's head, and it's a throw to Atlante on the near side there right. It'll be Cruz to take it. Louisville with a couple more substitutions getting ready. A couple more academy kids. But they're not ready to come in yet. Cruz's throw. Infield it goes. Dia wins the ball from a good challenge. Forward it goes to Lancaster. Lancaster thought about hitting it from 35 yards. Now he will. Oh, and it's a terrific goal. Wow. Cameron Lancaster. Where has that been for the last year and a half? 
He hit it from 35 yards. A knuckling ball. Hernandez couldn't find it, the goalkeeper, and it went into the back of the net. Cameron Lancaster strikes spectacularly from distance, and Louisville City has halved the lead. Atlante 2, Louisville City 1 with five minutes to go plus stoppage time. I mean, that goal straight up just gave me chills. Like, I'm not even kidding. That was absolutely incredible. You see him pick it up in that pocket of space where he's been able to pick the ball up so much, and this time he does dribble forward, which I critiqued him on last time. He dribbles forward. He sees the goalkeeper is backpedaling, and he just smacks it. I, I mean, speechless. That goal was phenomenal. Look at the confidence of Louisville City. Here they come, four on three. Mushagalusa from distance. His shot is blocked down by Sanchez. Picked up by Atlante. Suddenly we have a ball game on our hands. This thing fell asleep for 20 minutes. Now it's risen back to life. Atlante now coming forward after Mushigalusa's shot was closed down. On the inside left is Partida into Lahoud, who scored the second goal. Lahoud wide right it goes to Jimenez outside of the Louisville City box. Jimenez on the overlap to Cruz. Cruz is crossed low on the ground. Knocked down to Beto. Beto the curler and it's well wide. Tried to bend it with the left foot, Beto, the substitute, and went out for a Louisville City goal kick. By the way, that goal presented to you by the Kentucky Lottery, Fueling Imagination, Funding Education, Kentucky Lottery. We're going to have another substitution here for Louisville City. Dakota Hart is going to come into the game, a youngster out of the academy, and he's going to replace Carlos Mogel Jr. in the midfield. So Dakota Hart on, Mogel off. That substitution in the 87th minute brought to you by Fortnite. I thought Mogel had a really good game, kind of starting at center back and then moving into the defensive mid. He was the player that played the most minutes besides Fondez. I thought he did very well out there. Ball sent long from the goal kick for Louisville City. An exchange of headers in the midfield is brought down by Musha Galusa forward to Lancaster with a defender on his back. He does well, try to hold up, goes down, no foul. Garcia comes out of the crowd with it, and here comes Atlante. Jimenez forward to Lahoud in the attacking half. Middle of the field now it goes to, I believe, Betzo. Knocked off of his feet by Dakota Hart, who just checked in. It's back with Atlante. Lahoud wide right on the near sideline. Jimenez knocked aside by Travis for Lou City. It's out for an Atlante throw with three minutes to go plus stoppage time. This game has opened up even more. You can feel an energy kind of resurging back into it. Some fans were starting to make their way towards the exits, but everyone has stopped now. Here's Beto into the box, drifting out of the box. Wide right it goes to Jimenez. Opportunity to cross. Driven and cross, and Rashid dangerously puts it behind. Could have been an own goal. Jabari Rashid hit that header with power, and Danny Fondez fell down on his back almost out of shock as that just flashed wide of the goal. It's a corner to Atlante from the near side there, right. Very shaky moment there, and I think what, what Rashid needs to do is he's got a goal scorer mentality there. He's trying to redirect the ball. As a defender, you don't really want to redirect the ball. Maybe just kind of head it back to where it came from. See if you can do a nice clearing header, get underneath it and head up on the ball instead of trying to get over it and redirect it. So Atlante with the corner. On the near side, there right, two players near it. Garcia, the short option. Instead, they'll head it into the box. Here it is, driven in towards the penalty spot, headed away by Louisville City head. Out of the middle of the field it goes here. Atlante with it. On the far side, they have it now. Manny Perez over there defending for Louisville City as the Atlante player tries to dribble in. That's Duran. He gets to the end line. Ball was over the line, though. It's a goal kick. Duran got to the end line, tried to put in a cross. It went out, though, before he hit the cross. And a goal kick to Louisville City, who suddenly are trying to move quickly and get back into the game. A game that doesn't count in the standings, doesn't count for anything but pride. But after that 
magical goal from Cameron Lancaster. Suddenly Lou City with some life as Fondez hits it long from the goal kick into the attacking half. Winder can't win the header. Cruz does. Falls to Rashid, though. In the center circle is Serrano. Coming forward, Serrano through to Manny Perez, who's making a run into the box. Can Perez get there? Perez battling for the ball. It's knocked behind by Mejia for Atlante, and it's a Wi-Fi corner for Louisville City. It'll come from the far side, the right, in the final minute of the 90 with stoppage time to go. Manny Perez kicked it into a sixth gear there to be able to get on the end of that one. He was... Pretty far behind as the ball was played through. I didn't think he was going to be able to get on the end of it, but really nicely done for Perez to earn the corner kick. It's going to be Serrano to take it. An outswinger off his right foot. Here it comes, driven in the air towards the penalty spot. Rashid's header glances over to Lancaster, pops off of his head. He keeps it alive. Lancaster with it out of the box on the left side. Lancaster still drifting backward with his back to goal. Plays it backward to Hart at the center circle. Hart, the last man back. Gets some oohs and ahs from the crowd as he stepped on the ball. Sprayed it wide left. Dia, his cross in towards Mushigalusa. Clear up high into the air by Atlante. Dia up for header to try and keep it alive for Lou City. He draws a foul. Fifth third free kick to Lou City on the left side, just outside of the box, about eight yards in from the near sideline. This will play a little bit like a corner just further up the field. And we have moved into stoppage time. Presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of three minutes to this game. Two to one the lead in favor of Atlante. This sort of energy, this sort of aggressiveness going forward is what Louisville City needed all game. It's a little upsetting that it took so long, but I'm excited that they're building with this energy, trying to go forward, trying to put one in the back of the net. This is a great opportunity here. you got Cameron Lancaster on the ball, who honestly could score from this distance as well. Two-man wall, Lancaster's approach, drives it in toward the back post, towards Manny Perez, it's cleared behind by Atlante, it's going to be a Wi-Fi corner. From the far side, the Louisville City right, Louisville really banging on the door to try and tie this game, and now they're going to bring Danny Fondes forward, all the way from his end, he's going to come in and attack this corner kick, nobody back for Louisville City, Serrano will have the corner from the far side, the right. Time to tie the game in stoppage time, here it comes, the outswinger, high into the air, toward Lancaster at the back post, he brings it down, but there was a foul in the middle before he could do so, and the referee blew his whistle. And that'll end that opportunity for Louisville City as Danny Fondes sprints back. It's going to be a free kick for Atlante, just in there, just a little bit out of their six-yard box, really to the right of the penalty spot. A little upsetting that that is how that exciting turn of events kind of happened with a foul there. Fonda, I love when the goalkeeper comes up. I always want the goalkeeper to score. I've only seen it happen a couple times, but the service from Ray Serrano is a little bit too lofted compared to the one previously that Rashid was able to get on the end of. Free kick sent long. Jabari Rashid with a terrific sliding challenge. He hit it really hard on that tackle. It went high into the air and all the way back to the goalkeeper, Hernandez for Atlante. Jabari Rashid Along the back line with a terrific sliding challenge there for Lou City. The punt comes from Hernandez. We've played a minute and a half of the minimum three. Into the attacking half for Atlante where Manny Perez heads it. Brought down by Garcia, but a loose touch from him. Serrano trying to come in. He trips up Garcia. It's a foul against Serrano. Free kick here to Atlante near midfield on the left side. A couple of yards past midfield. They take it quickly. Into the attack on the far sideline. Perez back defending for Louisville City as the Atlante player dribbles in. It's Partida. His cross blocked behind by Manny Perez. And they're going to say that I think a foul was called or perhaps. Goal kick. It, when, it, when the ball played in, it hit off of Perez, I think, and then hit back off ah, the Atlante I see what player. You're saying. Yeah, so a goal kick. Fondez sends it long into the center circle. 
Lancaster trying to bring it down. It is brought down for Louisville City by Harshaw. Harshaw tackled from behind by Garcia. No foul. It'll fall to Partida on the far sideline for Atlante. Beto brings the ball down in the attacking half for Atlante and dribbles forward. A challenge from behind from Hart. Beto continues on around Jabari Rashid. Beto goes down. No foul called. Sent up field by Ahmed Houdia. Fans want a foul on the other end against Musha Galusa, no foul called. The ball out for a throw to Atlante on the near side. The Atlante right. This game has really livened up in the last 15 minutes. And we are well into stoppage time now. In fact, this might just be the final act. Two minutes and 50 seconds plus have gone by, according to my watch, of the minimum three that we were told we would receive. Here's the throw in from Cruz, headed down by Travis. Can Louisville City find a final attack? Falls to Winder. Clips it forward to Lancaster, headed back by Atlante. Loose ball in the Louisville half. Rashid clips it forward, brought down by Winder at midfield. Clips it over the top to Lancaster. He tries to bring it down. Cleared away by an Atlante player off his feet. It's out for a Louisville City throw, and that's it. Referee blows his whistle. And Atlante has come into Louisville from Mexico City. And they take a 2-1 victory over the boys in purple in this international friendly. The first international friendly of the year went 2-1 to Kaiserslautern. The second of the year goes 2-1 to Atlante. And what finished as a very entertaining game has come to its conclusion. We will step aside. Plenty to chat about. And a phenomenal goal to chat about for Cameron Lancaster as well in the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show, which comes your way next. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded. Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a Four Seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. Louisville City fans, this is Paolo Del Piccolo. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app.
It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome in to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show, where tonight's Gorski Law Office final score, Atlante 2, Louisville City 1. The boys in purple lose this international friendly. And if you want to count both international friendlies and regular season games, this is now the sixth time this year that Louisville City has lost at home. Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield with you. Spencer Brown, our producer, back in the ESPN Louisville studios. Casey, clearly because this is a friendly, it does not count in the standings. And so Louisville City looking for just little things that maybe they can grab onto, little reasons for optimism, little moments they can take and spin into positivity over the bottom, the back half of the season as they now have moved into the second half of the regular season schedule. And let me tell you, that goal from Cameron Lancaster is a little bit of positivity that they can take into the second half of the season. A stunner from Lancaster from about 35 or 40 yards away. A highlight that Louisville City fans will be watching over and over and over again. If there's a moment to take away from this game... That is it. That is one that is worthy of the Sports Center top 10 from Louisville City's all time leading scorer. Listen, they just need to have that goal play on replay and just continuously show it because that's what I want to do. I just want to continuously watch that goal over and over and over because it was such a beautiful strike. It was so such a great goal. Lancaster saw, if you watch the video again, which I, I did pull up the video to watch it again, the goalkeeper steps one way and Lancaster recognizes that and then buries it into that far post. I mean, it's just absolutely perfect. And that just shows the talent that he has, that he brings to this team and hopefully – this goal can kind of help lift them. Yes, they didn't get the win, but that goal is a win because they've been struggling so much offensively to be able to have a goal like this and then to have the reaction that they did after it, the positive play that went forward, the energy that was then in their attack that we haven't seen almost all season. It was so exciting to watch their attack going forward there after that goal. That's what they need to use. That's what they need to build on. Cameron Lancaster technically was on the score sheet and the one that nothing went over Loudoun United a couple of weeks ago, that's one that you and I, Casey, have talked about. It might have been an own goal, but it went down credited, credited to Cameron Lancaster. The conversation about him is about building his confidence. He's been injured so much of the last couple of seasons. Missed significant time last season for Louisville City. He's been more healthy this year than he was last year, but really hasn't looked like his old self. A player that has scored 20 goals on two different in two different seasons while wearing purple for Louisville City. But this one tonight, that's the kind of goal that can get a guy's confidence going. I mean, if you needed any kind of self-belief, scoring a worldie from 35 yards is the kind of thing that can give you self-belief. And for Louisville City, a team really struggling to score, second from the bottom in the league in goals scored this year in the USL Championship. If they can get Lancaster back to full confidence where he is playing confidently, taking his opportunities and putting them into the back of the net, that can make a world of difference for this team. Uh, throughout the rest of this season. One, I think also a player like Lancaster, you have him confident. That's going to say, oh, look, our leading goal scorer is confident. Look at that goal he just scored. We can do this. That's going to bleed out into other players, and it's going to help their confidence of like, oh, look, look what he did. We can do this too, and it's going to help lift everyone's confidence. So I think having a player like him be able to score such an incredible goal is not only going to lift his confidence, but it's going to lift the people around him as well. 
Tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award winner was Carlos Mogel Jr. You highlighted him, Casey. Showed some versatility tonight that I didn't know we had in him, that Louisville City didn't know they had in him, maybe. He started at center back. We've never seen him start as a center back. He's typically a, a defensive midfielder. Started at center back, then moved into his more traditional position of defensive midfield. Had the, a couple of nervy moments early on where he gave the ball away, but uh, was solid in that midfield, particularly in the second half for Louisville City, and, and won the Man of the Match award. Well, I think another thing we got to see from him was a little bit more leadership out of him. Uh, he was communicating a lot with that back line. He was having to help lead some youngsters on the back line with Kowazmi and Dom back there. He was having to communicate with them. And then when you had a lot of the academy players come in, he was also trying to be the leader out there. So a role that we haven't really necessarily seen him in because he's been one of the youngsters on the team himself. So for him to step in and kind of fill a leadership role out on the field is really something positive to take away to you for Louisville City that you have a player like Carlos Mogel Jr. who can be a leader out there who is such a good talent. We saw Academy products into the game tonight. Isaac Cano got a start for Louisville City. Saw Jabari Rashid, the center back off the bench. Jack Travis, Nick Harshaw, Dakota Hart as well. A lot of the positives tonight for Louisville City, though they do go down and defeat by a final score of 2-1 to one before a crowd of 8,176 on this international friendly evening at Lynn Family Stadium. More to talk about on the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show after this break. We will look ahead to Racing Louisville as well. And Lou City, they continue a very busy stretch. They have to turn around from tonight and head to Detroit, Michigan to face Detroit City FC on Wednesday. We'll preview that game as well when we return on this Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show on ESPN Louisville. Hi, if you were 16 years of age or older and drive a car and like you to listen closely to this commercial, notice anything unusual, anything out of the ordinary? Well, if you're a smart motorist and I believe that you are, you will have grasped that I'm going entirely too fast, much, much too fast. And you are no doubt asking yourself, why such a high rate of speed? Perhaps you even find this commercial annoying. But when you're behind the wheel, going too fast isn't just annoying. It's dangerous. Not just to you, but to everyone on the road. Not so fast, Kentucky. Please, obey the speed limit. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions, from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. This is Danny Cruz, head coach of your Louisville City FC. Keep it tuned to ESPN 680 and 105.7 all year for your coverage of our 2023 season. It's the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post Game Show after Louisville City falls for the sixth time this season at home. 2-1 the score to Atlante FC of Mexico. 
in this international friendly, a game that doesn't count for anything other than pride and entertainment, and ultimately it was a pretty entertaining affair for Louisville City. They're hoping for another entertaining affair here at Lynn Family Stadium next Friday night. That's when Racing Louisville next plays after their week-long midsummer break. They will return to training next week ahead of their Challenge Cup game against the Chicago Red Stars. That's 7 o'clock a week from yesterday on Friday, July 21st here at Lynn Family Stadium. And not only should you come for the game, stick around after the game because there will be a watch party here at the stadium for the U.S. Women's National Team. They take on Vietnam to open their 2023 Women's World Cup down in New Zealand. That game kicks off at 9 o'clock local time here in the United States. And there will be a watch party immediately following Racing Louisville's game against Chicago. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. That's 502-Lou-City. $8 student tickets, $17 general admission tickets, all-you-can-eat ticket options available as well. And Casey, we mentioned at halftime, but that's just going to be a really fun night, a great night of soccer. You can hopefully see racing come out and have uh, a good game against a team that they've beaten a couple of times this season in the Challenge Cup, a tournament where they've had a ton of success so far this year, and then turn around and watch Team USA open their World Cup against Vietnam. That is a game that the U.S. will be heavy, heavy favorites in, expected to win that game by multiple, multiple goals. And where we're hopefully going to see Savannah DeMello. And where we're hopefully going to see Savannah DeMello play in that game for the U.S., the racing Louisville breakout star, called into the World Cup, made her first appearance for the U.S. last week in a friendly, and we might just see her in that game because it's, it figures to be a game where the U.S. is not going to need their big stars. They can probably afford to save Rose Lavelle, let her get back healthy, and Savannah DeMello, I think, slots in really well at that number 10 spot. Maybe we will see her. I'm so excited for both of those matches. First, to come out and watch racing. Racing has been so much fun to watch to play this season and if you haven't come out to a game yet you are truly truly missing out because they play such an exciting style of soccer they work so hard they're such a good just overall team they don't have the superstars they're just a team and a really good team and that's what i love about them so i'm really excited to go watch them play against a struggling chicago team who really hasn't been able to find their identity so a great opportunity for racing to get another win to get a win in front of the crowd and then to turn around and watch savannah Demello play because she's going to play um in the u.s game you're speaking it into I'm existence. Speak, I mean, I really am. I'm going to literally this entire week, anytime you ask me, oh, are you excited for the U.S. game? Yeah, I'm excited to watch Savannah DeMello play. That's what I'm going to say. So just I think it's going to be a great game to watch. Like you said, U.S. is definitely the heavy favorites. I do think that they'll start with a strong lineup. I think they'll come out with their best players, their best 11. But then I definitely think we'll see some interchange as the game goes on to try to rest some of those players uh, as the, to, for the – next game's coming up but really excited it's going to be a really fun night so if you haven't bought tickets definitely need to go do it i'll Ra- be there racingloufc.com i will too racingloufc.com slash tickets 502 lou city for that game coming up on friday night and the subsequent watch party no extra cost it is uh given to you free by i think they're keeping some bars Louisville. open too yeah. aren't they See, so the party keeps going that's right no need for the last call exactly the, the party's yeah. going to continue on Louisville City next in action on Wednesday night up in Michigan at Detroit at Detroit City at Keyworth Stadium. Wednesday, July 19th, 7 o'clock for that game on the road. Our coverage here on ESPN 680 and 105.7 will begin at 645. 
that evening. It is a game pitting two teams who are really struggling to find their offense this year. We've mentioned the woes for Louisville City. Just 17 goals in league performances this year. That's second from the bottom. The only team that scored fewer than them is their opponent Wednesday night, Detroit City. They've scored just 13 times this year. And it is a rematch of a game that happened early on in the season here at Lynn Family Stadium way back on April 8th. In the fifth game of the season, that was a one to nothing game that Louisville City was able to win. We know it's always difficult going to Detroit, Casey. They have one of the loudest fan bases both in person and on social media in the USL. Despite their struggles this season, Detroit sitting low in the standings in the Eastern Conference. They're in 10th place, four points back of the final playoff spot. But it's going to be a difficult environment for Louisville City to go on the road and get a victory. Yeah, I mean, it's never an easy place to play. We watched it all last year, saw what happened. Um, know, Know the environment, know the fans. So we know more of what to expect, I guess I could say, going into this year. I also think that Detroit is a very physical team as well. So even though they might not be doing well necessarily from a soccer standpoint, it's going to be a physical matchup. So it's going to be physically tough and mentally tough because of the fans yelling at you. So a really true test for Lou City to be able to go on the road in this environment and see if they can come away with three points. But a big opportunity and I think a must-win opportunity for Louisville City. Detroit City, a team that is really struggling right now. They lost 2-0 tonight in league play to the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. They have not won a game since June 14th when they defeated Hartford Athletic. That is a span of several games now as I try and count them up. Three, four, five, six games without a win for Detroit City. Uh, So Louisville City should be capable of going up there and taking an opportunity, though it is two teams that struggle to score. Again, 7 o'clock on Wednesday night, 645. Our coverage begins on ESPN 680 and 105.7, as well as the ESPN Louisville app. Your next opportunity to see Louisville City in action at home is a week from tonight, next Saturday night. They host Birmingham, the Legion. That's an 8 o'clock kickoff on on Saturday, July 22nd. Our coverage beginning at 745 that night, but you can get tickets at lucity.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City. The boys in purple lose tonight in this international friendly to Atlante 2-1, to one, but a highlight that will go in the season-long highlight reel for Louisville City, a spectacular goal from Cameron Lancaster that is worthy of watching and watching and watching time and time again. That a moment that Louisville City fans will remember at the end of this season but it does result in a loss tonight. That'll do it for our coverage. For Casey Whitfield, for Spencer Brown back in the studio, I'm Jeff Milby. Don't forget Soccer City coming up on Thursday night as well at 6 o'clock here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. We will next speak to you, though, on Wednesday night when Louisville City heads to Michigan to take on Detroit City. Until then, so long. This has been the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, 
We know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. A Germantown gem for pegs is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. 